0: You are joining us live on Player so that we could hold guns. This is my PMR thirty, old school modified PMR. 30. I think I have a couple of these things. That so that's what I got. Babyface has. Let's see what Babyface has. He has. I don't know. Some kind of Glock. It's missing some parts. Oh. <laughs> oh. Okay. <laughs> uh. Almost a Glock. Babyface has yeah. a glue. Rod Mills, polymer, what you got? Polymer 50. There you go. Oh, Rod Mills. Oh,
1: look up. at that bad mama jamma.
0: Rod Mills thinks he's fancy now. He got cans and all that kind Ooh. of stuff. But uh, if you guys if you guys are joining us on Player, you know that YouTube doesn't let us actually go live and hold guns and all that because we are deemed too dangerous. So, we are here on Player. If you're listening to this on audio later, uh, you know, iTunes or wherever else, you hear our thousand plus episodes. Or if you're watching this on YouTube, because we do put it up on YouTube and um, afterwards where it's not live, you want to join us live, go to Player slash who move my freedom. That being said, I think everything's ready. I'm just going to press the button, and kick it off, and let's see what happened.
2: Welcome back. To the Hank's Strange Situation, Lifestyles of the Locked and Loaded.
0: Okay, we back, yo. I don't know. I don't know. I feel so rusty when I'm not here for a while. We are mm-hmm. back. Uh, let me see. I got to make an Oreo today. Let's see. Baby face is the cream. There you go. Uh, boom. All right, jazz hands, everyone. Come on, jazz hands. I hope you guys have your big girl panties on because we are live. This is episode 1005. Of the Who Move My Freedom podcast, is free for all Monday, and that means Babyface P is joining me, there he goes, look, boom, Babyface P is here. It's been a long time, I feel like. Um. Yeah, yeah, you know what it has, I think I've not been here for a week or so. And Walter's not here tonight, so filling in for Walter is good old Jacksonville's finest Rod Mills of scorched earth firearms. I don't know, why, why the hell are we getting the fist? <laughs> I don't want the fist, thank you very much. Uh, That's uh, a la Fred Sanford. Oh, okay, alright, there you go. Uh, what's up everyone, what's going on? Happy Monday, happy Monday.
1: You've been gone, you gotta tell us what's up. <clears throat>
0: um, well, yes, I was, I was off. Lola and myself went to Las Vegas all of last week for the 2023 SEMA show which is uh, basically an automobile accessory modification show. It's not really, I wouldn't say a car show, lots of different vehicles, but the modification of lots of different vehicles.
1: How but, big of a pain was the F1 race coming up? Because I've seen so many things on the Internet of locals complaining that this, this, they're, they're terrorizing
0: the Strip with the F1 race. Um, so it's definitely an issue. Okay. Okay. Definitely an issue, I would say. Um, how can I put it? So Lola and I thought that we would have to walk everywhere. So we got real comfortable shoes. I think I spent like uh, 150 bucks on some, com- <laughs> on some comfortable shoes. Um, and Lola did the same thing. And we thought we would have to take the train everywhere. We wound up not having to do that. We were able to take Lyft. I used Lyft, I think, over Uber, but, but basically the same kind of thing. And we were able to take that and get around, but there was lots of traffic, lots of uh, cones, lots of streets blocked off, and at certain times lots of work going on because they haven't finished building it up. So Mm -hmm. if anyone's not aware, the F1 race, they announced it last year, it's coming to Vegas, it's happening on the Strip where everything else is happening and it takes them three months to set up for it the i think oh
1: god i didn't know t- it took that long
0: yeah it's been going on for three months and then the race <laughs> is about three days or something like that and mm-hmm. then it takes three months to take everything down most of the stuff is coming down that they're putting up and the, then race, is, they, the
1: race hasn't started yet right it comes no. starting next week or something
0: it's starting yes next week I think towards the end of next week, around uh, the 18th or something, I have to look it up.
1: It sounds like no locals are excited because they've they've taken over the entire strip, haven't they?
0: Uh, Well, yes, it's going through the uh, it's going through the strip (laughs) where everything else is. I mean, yeah, where everything's going on. Yeah, uh, that's the problem with Las Vegas, huh?
2: How long is it going on for? I
0: think this is like I think the race day is one. It's couple of hours one day but i think the whole thing is lasting um three Imagine. days it says sunday november 19th
1: oh there's still like two weeks out
0: yeah at 1 a.m 1 a.m our time so at night what so you well, know that's like a video is a, game is
1: a european thing right
0: yeah so they wanted to look like a video game right with las vegas you know vegas at has night. the yeah vegas has the sphere now <laughs> do you guys know what that is the sphere yeah, what did yeah, yeah what all... did you think of that It's cool. I've been seeing that sphere getting built for years. Yeah. That I've been going to... Because I go to Vegas at least once a year. I've been doing that now for several years. So I've been seeing that get built for years. It's cool to see it complete. It's basically this massive dome that's in Las Vegas that the whole wall of the dome is, is TV screens. So all night, they can play shit out there. And I'm about to play some stuff for you guys. So... This is um, this is what we saw when we got to Vegas from our hotel room. That's how big that is. See it? Is that so say,
2: does that say welcome, Hank?
0: No, but you see the tree line there or whatever. So if I zoom in, this is a massive sphere. It's several stories high out there. Yeah. And yeah, it's got TV screens all over the outside, yep. and they can project yep. whatever they want to on the uh, on the outside screen so uh,
1: there have been there have been some fantastic memes about that already as well mm-hmm. uh, somebody somebody went into photoshop or wherever and mm-hmm. cut the screen out and then green screened it mm-hmm. and so there's already been a ton of memes of yeah.
0: uh Check of whatever
1: out. you want on the screen but yeah i mean it's it's freaking cool
0: this is a pumpkin <laughs> I can't
1: imagine what that cost
0: Oh, it's ridiculously expensive. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can go in there and see shows. I think U two is in residence there. U two, oh the band. God, there, are they really? Yeah, I think tickets are like five hundred bucks or something crazy. Yeah, like it's, um, I
1: saw a video of the inside, and it is really, really neat the effects they can get. But yeah, I'm not yeah. going to see U two. Screw. Yeah, I'm well, everything is is
0: expensive as well. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not a U two fan. Here's it doing the moon at night. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of neat. It does all these different crazy um, mm-hmm. things. And our hotel that we stay in, it's like a timeshare, and you get a view of the strip depending on what room you're in. Um, hey,
2: how much would it cost to have your
0: logo put on there? Oh my oh god! My, I don't even want to know. We,
1: if you gotta ask, we can't afford it.
0: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> if we could take up a collection and have it done, here's it doing a, a emoji. This is what it I does think in the, the emoji daytime. one is neat. Just yeah. like looking around. Yeah, it's like a big giant. Yeah. Head looks a lot like Chromey V. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if we get to see Chromey V tonight, you guys will see. He well, he was a Chrome Dome. Chromey V's getting some he fuzz. Is. He's hadn't changed a whole lot. Yeah, he's getting some. He's getting some fuzz up on there though. Some blonde, some blonde fuzz is coming in.
1: <laughs> Who is Chromey V? Uh, that's that's my, the the nickname his internet name for my boy
0: yeah that's the baby, oh. the baby. that's the oh, baby's nickname okay. have, have you not seen the baby yet Rod Mills he,
1: uh, you've probably seen him on Facebook but I don't think you've seen him since in a while probably
2: the dangle ate your baby <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> where is that from Rod <laughs> uh, you don't know where that's from I'm trying to it sounds familiar I don't know I,
2: Patrick I would have thought would maybe be a
0: little too, too I, I just it's
1: just an internet thing isn't it
0: because no, dingoes always take
1: babies
0: yeah isn't that that's um seinfeld. oh seinfeld
1: oh, yeah. oh
0: my god
2: dingo ate your baby
0: <laughs> that's a deep cut i don't even remember that yeah. from seinfeld jeez yeah. yeah shout out to everyone out there let me just shout some folks out i see 42 chilled is out there everyone smashed their arrows up here let's see 42 chill shooting gallery um, any is out there jade grew night train shout out to everyone out there let us know if you have questions stuff you want to talk about i still got to go see shooting gallery but i'm waiting for him to accept my terms uh to get his tech nine in exchange for some ammo
1: good luck <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah I'm, you know i'm wearing him down now hopefully as uh the, i shouldn't say that that sounds kind of cruel right like hopefully <laughs> the ammo situation gets worse <laughs> it Uh, will it will yeah
1: well uh, we so you want to jump into that already we had there's been a bunch of panic buying somebody Mm -hmm. uh, leaked a false rumor that everybody jumped on by the way uh that the um whatchamacallit uh winchester owned plant Uh, that makes all the ammo for the U.S., for the military, was no longer going to do civilian contracts. They were no longer going to honor civilian contracts, so you couldn't go buy ammo from them. And most of the – if anybody out there buys XM blankety-blankety-blank ammo, Mm -hmm. um, you're buying from basically that plant most likely. Uh, Mm -hmm. God, I can't remember the name of the plant.
0: Um, But, yeah,
1: if if it's XM ammo, then it is military ammo that would have otherwise been sold – to the US government, but they put X on mm. the thing and it comes off the same production line and everything.
0: Is that the um, thing so that's here five- that's close to what? us? Is it the one that's close no, to No, no, it's
1: it's uh, Lake City, the, the, the name is the same, yes. Lake City, mm-hmm. but it's not in our Lake City, it's out in Lake City, Utah. Yeah
0: oh okay okay i always get that yeah. mixed up but that is the name yeah lake city. yeah i okay. wish you were here i would go buy ammo all the time if we're
2: local. <laughs> how, about, um, how about i was actually looking for googling it a few years ago i'm like damn lake city man
0: yeah no right, i, I did the same thing i was like rob was like i'm about to roll up on those local. yeah yeah
1: <laughs> no a uh, different lake city oh boy like they uh somebody leaked a rumor that they were not gonna be selling to the mm-hmm. civilian market any longer which just isn't true They turned out not to be true or Oh, really okay the well the other the other thing possible is that they got so much that this was in the works and then they got so much backlash that they turned around maybe that's the other possibility but yeah so so that is no longer the case they're definitely going to sell to the to the civilian market but because of that we got a huge run on ammo uh, like yeah. anytime somebody sneezes about anything we get a run on ammo yeah. And it was specifically five five six. Like five five six is gone everywhere. Mm-hmm. So
0: Oh, okay. So yeah, um, shooting gallery out there. You you need some five five six, bro? You know. I could supply your ammo needs in exchange oh, wow. for a tech nine. See, Patrick knows. Patrick <laughs> knows I got the ammo. He's got I'm not stacked. talking about a couple of twenty round boxes here. He's got it stacked pretty deep. I'll give him credit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> i'm gonna work something Mm. out (laughs) i gotta work something out with shooting gallery because uh yeah that's we shooting gallery needs so this there's a thing going on here um shooting gallery needs to come shoot with us rod hasn't been over here in a while yeah i brought a cooking
1: for us again chicken sandwiches oh my
0: god yeah barbecue time (laughs) barbecue Um, again yeah i don't think patrick me you and walter have not gotten together all three of us at the same time and shot in a while long time but i am ready or me and walter that's how it's been going i'm
1: i'm ready to do it uh Mm -hmm. so i'm i'm good whenever walter is busy walter's been busy you've been busy i've been busy Mm -hmm. but i i have nothing holding me up now other than a baby
0: right no and the weather is cool too so this is a great time this is a great time to get into this is shooting
1: time and this is night vision time because it gets dark so early
0: Yes. Now let me go to this shout out to Night Train out there. He says, "Hank, I just sent you a photo of me modeling the Safety Harbor Firearms Check M60 Raindrop Hoodie. Hope you can share I'm- it with everyone as free advertisement." Where's yours? Where the hell is yours? It's in the it's in the other room. I okay. Here we go.
1: Yeah, look at that thing. Check
0: out, check out Night Train right there with, uh, with a this?
1: very nice six two six nine six S- Smith classes, and Wesson. So that's a or six yeah. two
0: nine. That's a Smith, right? Yeah, Smith. I'm assuming. Yeah, Smith and Wesson. Um, so Night Train is actually a good friend of my brother Anonymous. Oh, I didn't know that. And uh, yeah, he also is part, obviously, of the Anonymous crew we don't get to see we don't get to see his face mm-hmm. <laughs> but he looks real sexy like that so that, there you go
1: <laughs> that raindrop hoodie yeah, that's cool. mm-hmm. is really cool and it is su I haven't done a good post about it I keep forgetting it is super heavyweight it's really really nice and it's it, got the coolest camo pattern ever you can didn't show. You? I sent you one. You can show off if you want. Yeah. Didn't you put up one of the baby? I was about to say. I only um, put it to my my friends. I didn't post it to like. Oh. Full
0: okay. Hold, okay. <laughs> hold on. I gotta go back here because it's been oh, like yeah, a week. Post it. It's been a week of us um, texting like in the group. Uh, uh,
1: if you click I, uh, at the can top, can I show can the Halloween me. ones or no? Yeah, you might as well.
0: Okay. Here we go. Before we before we do that, we'll go to the Halloween. Let's see. Here we go. Boom. We were, check this we out were,
3: uh,
1: Charlie Brown uh, excuse me Chromie was Charlie Brown
0: yeah oh, I think Patrick dresses like it. this I think Patrick dresses like this every day <laughs> that's why <laughs> oh look at that look at that cute baby right there
2: he look looks like that. a little Cabbage Patch doll
0: he, yeah, I'm is, telling you. he is adorable absolutely adorable <laughs> Yeah, you Yeah, you guys should get him an agent or something like that, man. God, I, I've you know, tried to tell Marley that we,
1: we could have him own his own co- – uh, pay for his own college, you know, be his whole savings account and everything. Marley's yeah. like, no, we can't take advantage of the baby. I was <coughs> like, but, he could be on like Pampers boxes or something. He's adorable.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. He, he really is an adorable kid. And, uh, yeah, Patrick will not use the money for guns. No way. I told her,
1: I told her, if she let me, if she let me pimp the baby out, I would put it all in a savings account. And when he turned 18, he would pay for his own college and then whatever else he needed.
0: Except for for the guns you buy for him.
1: When he turned 15, he could help me buy his own guns. No, we would, we would, uh, he would have his own money. That's, that's the Uh, She said no. Hard yeah. no on
0: that. <laughs> Look at that! Look at the baby right there. Yeah. So cute right there, mm-hmm. with the uh, with the hoodie. Which, if anyone wants to know where you can get this hoodie, you can go to stemparts.com. I don't know if Lola has a link in the description here or whatever. If Lola is listening, she could put it out there. But if you go to stemparts, you can get that. Uh, big thanks to to Night Train for showing that. Shout out to him. Uh, we've been uh, friends for a l- I don't think we've actually ever met. But I know he's good friends I, with my brother.
1: I didn't know how you knew him.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah. That's how I. I guess uh, my brother met him. I don't know if I'm allowed to say where they're from or not. You probably but... should
1: be careful. <laughs> be
0: careful. <laughs> but they live in the same place, and uh, they're both gun guys. My brother is the one okay. who encouraged me to do all of this, and they're both gun guys. And it Did turns you watch out. Like, any of this? I don't know if my brother still watches. Me me and my okay. brother don't we don't actually communicate with each other anymore. Oh, this so, is so your brother's a gun guy? Oh yeah. Yeah, he was he, we've always been gun guys me and my brother. Um but mm-hmm. my brother and and like I moved to Florida to get into this stuff, my brother moved to where he is to get into it and then he encouraged me to do this because you remember back in the days, there wasn't a lot of, uh, lots of people like ourselves doing this gun thing. So. <laughs> I have no idea what you're talking people about. People of color, black people.
1: Oh, okay, black people.
0: Black yeah, so my brother was like, hey, the world needs, YouTube needs a, a mixed race, black and Indian gun guy. Indian. Yes, yeah, Blindian. <laughs> or, or is it Blazian? I've heard Blazian. I don't know. <laughs> um, yeah, so he encouraged me to do it, but he is, he is like, my brother is an internet guy. He's one of the original internet dudes, and he, he has known the dangers of the internet forever. So you won't find mm-hmm. shit about him.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. That's, that's
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: really. Uh, uh, a good thing these days, I mm-hmm. feel like.
0: Yeah, well, they know everything about us, and we give them. We give them the information. So he volunteered mm-hmm. me. That's basically what happened. He was mm-hmm. like, "Someone has to go out there. I think it should be you." You know, um, <laughs> I think it should be you. You're the sacrificial yeah. lamb. Yeah. So that's yeah, how I basically to be. yeah. Yeah. But um, but yes. So him and Night Train are really good friends. They hang out. Night Train always sends me pictures and stuff like that. So uh you know there you go uh night train says 44 magnum oh hot dang that shot wow. so there you go 44 hmm. mag- um it was it a colt that was yeah that was a colt that was in um dirty harry though right no that was a smith oh it was a smith in dirty harry
1: smith dirty mm-hmm. harry
0: so that is um, the dirty harry gun right there that might be the dirty oh hold on one second Let's go back to that. No, that's second. not
2: the that's not the Dirty Harry gun. Model twenty nine. It's, it's
0: Dirty Harry's a model oh. twenty nine. Oh, oh, model twenty nine. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. This is Dirty Harry gun's got a lower barrel on it. Yeah, oh, it's got gun. a super okay. long barrel too. Yeah, it's like a oh. six inch model twenty nine. Okay. Boom. There you go. So shout out, shout out to him. You know. Um. There you go. So let's see what else is going on here. So yeah. Um, Las Vegas. Oh man, Las Vegas is getting everything, and the crazy thing I would say about Vegas is gotten so bad. You know, I've told you guys before that Tesla has these a couple of tunnels under Vegas, and at the shows they take people around. Tesla just got a bunch of contracts to dig more tunnels in Vegas because of all the crap that's going on over there. Good
1: for them. I I had a should I tell you tell everybody about my epiphany the other day the uh, after I took that hike with the baby.
0: No, because okay, Vegas you is a perfect You have a minute. You have a minute. Yeah, Go no, I'll wait. I'll wait
1: till after. Vegas oh, is a oh okay. example of, of <laughs> what you are not gonna do in the apocalypse. <laughs>
0: oh <laughs> uh, okay yeah i'm curious yeah, well, now i don't think i heard about yeah, this me too. i messaged yeah.
1: you and i told you and you laughed at it but it's it's been a, a week oh so. damn it oh, I, would I would have
0: to yeah i would have to go back and take a look at that yeah. but yeah so I'll vegas come. vegas is cool lola and i went a little bit like we took i usually try to go to vegas a day or two ahead of time just so i can hang out with lola and give her a little bit of a vacation hang out let her window shop and I all that kind showed. of stuff yeah. so window shop. Do. Yeah, you know, you got to let Lola window shop a little bit and, you know, walk around, show off her handsome husband. You know, I mean, the poor woman just doesn't get a chance to do that enough to show me off. <laughs> she you doesn't know, get a chance so. to
1: do fancy dinners. Yeah, she doesn't get a chance to do wear fancy dinners.
0: Yeah, anything at all. We'll be right back here. We're going to take a break. Walther Arms has been making concealed carry handguns for over 90 years, starting with the PPK. Today Walther is based in the good old US of A and still builds quality firearms like the PPQ and PDP for personal defense and competition. So when you're in the market, please consider Walther Arms. We wouldn't be able to keep the Who Move My Freedom podcast going without the support of great companies like Walther Arms. All right, let's see, let's get everyone lined up here um who who said this uh 42 chill says Cali moved to Vegas <laughs> and able defense Mike said we need all the tunnels we can get 10 years until the Metro prophecy begins <laughs> um so
1: so this brings us back to this point that I was so my car was in the shop uh mm-hmm. it was sent to the shop a week ago to get worked on I mm-hmm. hit a wild animal and to work the front of it so it's Getting worked on, wow. which, by the way, uh, paint is non-existent. DuPont, the the pearlescent that goes in my paint job, uh, it doesn't exist. And it's like three weeks out from DuPont making another round of it.
0: Yeah, you have so, a special Mustang paint color, though.
1: Yeah, so mm-hmm. dad basically sent it back. We were over uh, in Tampa over the weekend, and dad was like, do you just want to take it home and drive it? And then when you come back down for Thanksgiving – Leave it with me. He'll pre-paint everything, and then we'll just spend the day. With oh shit! Like yeah, that. I
0: forgot. You got your dad to do a nice. Yeah, he on, he so. did
1: everything. So mm-hmm. I was like, "Yeah, I'll take it home." But before that, last week I didn't have a car. Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday until we left, and so I'm a coffee fiend. I'm a Dunkin' addict. I like going to Dunkin'. It's my one thing in the morning that I get out the baby and I. Even if Marley's not home, the baby and I get in the car. We go to Dunkin' and get coffee, and then we go for a drive around the neighborhood or do something nice. Yeah. You basically uh, take
0: together. you basically take Buckshot, and now you're taking Buckshot and the baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah he used to take just to Buckshot now with I take
1: the, him, and, him and the baby.
0: Yeah, to and, flirt and the, with the chicks over at Dunkin' Donuts. The, go ahead. They, the, there's one girl there that
1: loves the baby. I and he he the baby loves the attention, so I don't complain. But Ooh. so no car. Duncan is a mile away from the house, mind you. 1.2 miles is all it is. Mm-hmm. So I decided what I'm going to do is ruck over to Duncan with the baby on my shoulders. So I put him on my shoulders. It was a 25-mile ruck with about 22 pounds on my back.
0: Yeah, you crazy as hell. I'll tell you that we right We made
1: now. it. We had our coffee. <laughs> it was nice and cool. We <laughs> rucked 22 miles. That baby will be in a
0: stroller.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but, the, you know, the problem, you've been to our neighborhood, there's no sidewalks anywhere around our house, okay. going any direction. There's not even a crosswalk yeah. until okay. you get over to put the Walmart. Put him
0: African-style. Do you know what African-style is? Like, the with blanket
1: or whatever? Yeah, you
0: put the baby, you, you lean over a little bit, put the baby yeah. on your back, and then you tie, like, a cloth yep. around the baby.
1: I should have done so. that. Well, even yeah. had I done that, it's still 22 <laughs> pounds on your back. So I had 22 yeah, I pounds on my shoulders. Mm-hmm. We hiked over there. I hiked back. I thought I was going to die. I got home and it was like, I made it. And I, I you know, I had a, a pretty nice endorphin rush going from it because mm-hmm. my like the mile there, I felt really bad. I was like, man, this is a hard walk. No sidewalks mm-hmm. on the side of the road or in the in the meeting, like on the sides where yeah, you can't acid. drop the
0: baby because Marley would basically slaughter you.
1: There's no stopping <laughs> until we get there because we kind of live semi country ish. Mm-hmm. from the dunkin. So it's like there's no places to stop and relax. So we made it. We hauled ass over there 25 minutes and I had to sit for like 15 to relax and drink my coffee. And then mm-hmm. we hiked back home. I had a good endorphin rush going, but I was like it it made me realize that these people that live in big cities, I'm talking directly at y'all. Y'all that live in big cities that think the world's going to end and you're going to fill up a backpack and get your gun and your body armor and you're going to hike out of the big city are Uh-oh. loony bins i couldn't do two <laughs> miles with 22 pounds on my shoulders yeah. imagine rucking 60 pounds out of a city out of a big city like las vegas oh my
0: god yes
1: y'all need to be rucking 20 Ooh. you need to be rucking once a day yeah. with 60 you, pounds you on you need
0: feet. to go train with a uh, scorched earth fire you gotta go <laughs> yes it was really difficult oh, Lord. so
1: <laughs> I was mm-hmm. proud that I did it, and it made mm-hmm. me realize that I need to do this more often. Like I need to make this a daily habit of him mm-hmm. and I going for a ruck around the neighborhood, uh, put him in a, a carrier or a backpack or something. Yeah. and Because it was uh, – the next day, I, my hips, my my upper hips <laughs> were killing me.
0: Yeah, I can imagine. Uh,
1: yeah, not in good shape. Not like like I want to be.
0: <laughs> no, all. I mean, I, I'm out of shape too. When when Lola oh. and I were in Vegas, we walked. Um, we walked. I think we did five miles one day, just walking around Vegas, which is more difficult because you, there's a bunch of people back that in the street. Like,
1: oh my god!
0: Oh yeah, I took okay. my TheraGun. If anyone knows what the TheraGun is, it's the the. Best is that the piece, massage gun? Yeah, it's the best piece of technology created in the last couple of years. It costs I, about five, six hundred dollars, but it's worth it. You mm-hmm. five or
1: six? I need to look up what a gun is, because I just got one of the cheaper yeah. ones.
0: Um the high end one, and I think Lola has a link somewhere. I Theravon. don't know. Lola's obviously not listening. Oh, that's the
1: a, fancy one, yeah.
0: Yeah, the there's um there's a the high end one is the one that you want to get, and that thing is no joke. Let me see if I can pull it up on the we, thing right.
1: I got now. one of the cheaper ones. It was like a hundred bucks uh that was the best thing right before i got fired they the company gave us uh, gift cards for christmas yeah. uh a year ago and then they laid us off but uh i got a i got a, a thing i got one of those mm-hmm. massage guns with it that thing mm-hmm. is fantastic it feels yeah. so good
0: yeah that's what i do i t- so we take that to vegas and that's really mm-hmm. you could use that through your clothing it could even mm-hmm. you could use it through your shoes the bottom of your yep. shoes if you're really if feels in pain. so good it's really good and it helps your muscles and stuff like that recover so i use those things all the time i'm trying to yeah. walk more get out and exercise more and all that it was nice it, it, you know we need it like what like um babyface is saying here man we, we all I, screwed
1: it was it was bad it made me realize how like i'm if something goes down i it feels so close. That Duncan feels so close to the house. But when I had to walk it, and not even mm. for an emergency, just because I didn't have a car, I was like, Christ almighty, this is really far and I'm not used to this. <laughs> yeah.
0: We if the if the if Biden comes out right now and announces that the aliens are our overlords and they like nicely we marbled could. human meat, yeah. <laughs> we done. we <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We're toast. <laughs> your toast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, got to get out there. Got make your meat make your meat harder. <laughs> don't make, don't be delicious yep. with fat. Yep. <laughs> yeah. That's what I could oh. say. Here's here's some pictures of Lola. See, look, Lola relaxing. This was like a flower garden setup thing that they had in Vegas. And I was taking pictures, you know. I like to take pictures where Lola doesn't realize I'm taking pictures. What type of Zoom zoom you got on that? That's my, um, that's just my iPhone. Oh, oh, okay. That picture was on my iPhone, but she didn't realize what I was up to. And she was like amazed by this, uh, I'm trying to, oh, here it goes. It was like a little black fairy, actually Mm. big. It was this, there was was a whole bunch of fairies like this um, in this flat. You know, (laughs) Vegas has these really, they have a lot of really nice stuff around Vegas that you can look at when you're walking around in the different casinos and all that kind of stuff. So we spent, oh, here's a picture of the two of us. There you go, every now and then I take a selfie. Um, But we spent like that day and several of the days there just doing a lot of walking, hanging out, um, window shopping for watches. Vegas is, if you're like me and you like watches, which I, I love, I'm a watch guy. Um, oh. and this is like, you know what, let me see if I could take a picture of this and send it to everyone. This is, uh, you know, Swatch is doing this thing where they're putting out these collaborations with other watches in did the group. You,
1: did you finally get the one you've been looking for?
0: Yeah, the Blanc Pond mm-hmm. the collaboration is out, which is uh, automatic. That's and cool. So Swatch yeah. watches back? Yeah, they yeah. actually are. Yeah. I, I was surprised too, Rod. It's not just you. Yeah. <laughs> hmm.
1: Yeah. Well, I, so, Swatch, mm-hmm. Swatch was, I mean, in they the were popular in like the 90s and 2000s. And then mm-hmm. they I feel like they died off for a long time. Nobody was buying them. Mm-hmm. And now they are kind of having a resurgence again with some really
0: neat stuff.
2: So now, Swatch came out in the 80s.
0: Yes. Yeah, they came, yeah, yeah, they came out in the 80s. And they came out, they were not the first to the quartz revolution. But they were very, very popular. But Swatch Group is actually... Swatch has not gone anywhere. And Swatch owns a bunch of watch companies. That's how much money mm. they make. So this is what people don't realize. It's so like Swatch how... Swatch
1: Group owns... Uh, Omega. Oh, let me pull it up.
0: They own yeah, Omega. Uh, they own Blancpain. They own Breguet. Um, they own a bunch of very high-end companies. Because those cheap... Uh, quartz, mostly quartz watches. They do have what's called a System 51, which is an automatic, one of the most affordable Swiss-made automatics you can get. That's what this watch is. Um, those cheap watches, that's how you make money, just like with the cars. They
1: have uh, Bowman, Blancpain, Breguet, Certina, Endura, Flickflack, which I've never heard yeah. of.
0: Flickflack is like an even cheaper than Swatch. It's, it's great. Really? Yeah.
1: Glasschuk's original. Mm-hmm. Hamilton, Harry Winston, Jacques Droz, Leon Hateau, Longines, uh Mido, Omega, Rado, Swatch
0: Group. I think to sell. Swiss
1: Timing, to sell, and Tassel? Union
0: Chutes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. And yeah, Swatch they owns, own a huge amount. Don't they own Hamilton also, Patrick? Or yeah, remember, Hamilton
1: remember? was in the list. Yep, okay, they got Hamilton. On Hamilton. Yeah. And That's those are good why, watches. And they,
0: he also, I believe Swatch Group,
1: uh, outside of watches, also owns Edda. ETA, the the movement manufacturer that a ton of companies use, I mm-hmm. believe Swatch Group mm-hmm. owns them as well.
0: Yeah, yeah. That's why so, when
1: you look at Swatches, or that's why when you look at Omega's, Swatch, uh, Hamilton's, all of those, they all use Omega Movements. It's because yeah. that is technically their in-house brand.
0: So let me tell you, mm-hmm. so not this watch. I don't know the numbers on this, but Swatch did a collaboration with Omega that they own. Um, mm-hmm. called the Moon Swatch. So it's a, it's a quartz version of an Omega Speedmaster. So Speedmaster started around like 6,000 bucks go, and go up from there. So yeah. they made this quartz version of it that they sold for, oh my gosh, how much did they sell that for? I think something like 250, something like that, 240, 260. Swatches yes, are that always super affordable. They sold, last year, quarter of a million of those watches. Wow. Times, times. Uh, <laughs> so, two hundred and fifty thousand times two hundred and sixty dollars. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, they're, they're, whoever's marketing over there knows yeah. what they're doing. Yeah. So, and then these, the automatic ones from uh, from Blanc Pond, these are like four something, and they're and these are selling, and those are still selling. So, swatch is still out there. You know, it's like the Volkswagen is a good way to put it. Volkswagen is a pretty cheap uh, good car that you European car that you can get. And mm. Volkswagen owns Volkswagen? Audi. They Audi, own yeah. um they own um, uh, what is it? They own uh they own La- Lamborghini. They yeah, own yeah, you're right. yeah. uh, mm-hmm. they own Bentley
1: they own some high-end stuff good lord
0: yeah they own a lot of high-end things so
1: volkswagen ag uh let's not look at 1937 and 1945 let's
0: just pretend pretend that didn't happen don't don't do that don't do that don't do that yeah the nazis everything in germany the nazis owned yeah. So just take it.
3: Yes, of course. It and, was and and
0: Volkswagen started with that. Um, the Beetle that is the people's. It's funny. Is, yeah, the Volkswagen means the people's car. So
1: yes, yeah. Uh, and Beetle, that was the, the Beetle. Some brands: uh, Audi, uh, Bentley, Ducati, Lamborghini, uh, Porsche AG. Mm-hmm. There's 75 ownership ownership in Porsche. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jetta Ooh. is a joint venture. Scout Motors, Seat SA. Mm-hmm. S- Goda Autos, which I don't know what that is. That sounds Swedish or something. European.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, Tratton, or Trayton, I'm not sure. Traton, Volkswagen, mm-hmm. Volkswagen Commercial.
0: Bugatti. Bugatti. They That's own bigger.
1: a lot. <laughs> Holy cow. Mm-hmm.
0: That's a big group, I think. Yeah. Volkswagen Group. Wh- who's the number one group? Is Is the number one group Toyota? Or, are... Is it Toyota or Volkswagen? I think it's Volkswagen, then Toyota... Company in the world is Volkswagen.
1: Volkswagen. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. it's currently the largest automaker in the world, uh, with a reported revenue of about three
0: hundred billion last year. Yeah, and they and they are shit at software.
1: They're also shit at glue. I don't know if you know that. Has anybody here owned an old Volkswagen Jetta? Uh, Uh,
0: I've owned. I've owned a. Oh, you had a Passat. Yeah, I had a um the GT the diesel was it the GTI the diesel um, hatchback what the heck was that sure. um, huh uh-oh no i was wondering if i lost yeah um what was wasn't it the volkswagen i thought it was the gti the um the hatchback what the hell was that golf yeah the golf the golf, golf. gti yeah. i owned one of those stick shift um, diesel they so the
1: jetta's Nothing anything
0: old.
1: i don't know why but any of the old jetta's when they start aging the glue that's in the that holds the headliner and the seats together and stuff like that mm-hmm. degrades and smells like uh, crayons. It smells like a box of Crayola. <laughs> you get in the car wow. and your car smells like Crayola. Um, yeah. And everybody, if you look it up on Volkswagen groups, everybody says it about old Jetta. So it was so a you... great freaking car. It was a it was a diesel Jetta. It mm-hmm. got like 45 miles to the gallon. Mm-hmm. It smoked when you started it up and it stunk really bad. But that thing was a fantastic vehicle.
0: So I don't know if you realize this Patrick. I don't know um so Rod might know this. Back in the 80s when I grew up like I was in high school in the 80s, right? Mm-hmm. I graduated high school in 88. So 87. 87. Jettas were the shit. Were they okay. really? Yes. In New yeah. York City, oh, yeah. rappers had Jettas. I remember really? when LL Cool J, <laughs> LL Cool J had a Jetta. Mm-hmm. And everybody F-
1: thought it was cool?
0: Yeah. Everyone yes. thought that was cool. MC lights. That was the Jettas were the shit. It, it was and a great car. A, it didn't fall apart. And then it didn't a a old diesel. the, um, mm-hmm.
2: the little uh, panel board on the uh at the lower end of the doors mm-hmm. uh, that were chrome, and you have something written in it. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Man, and oh, and then the BBS rims.
0: <laughs> yeah because <laughs> a lot of
2: bbs wins
0: because in the in the good neighborhoods like even lola tells me when she she went to school in maryland and all the kids like the you know that their parents were upper middle class upper class had jettas gave them jettas. Yeah, that was the shit it's a that good car the
1: there's i mean i i don't see it as a like holy shit fancy car nowadays no. but it's a it's a good car it was reliable especially the diesel one that mm-hmm. diesel car was awesome Mm-hmm. I could fill up a tank of diesel on that thing and get from Tampa to Gainesville, which is about a two hour drive. Mm-hmm. And I would have used like less than an eighth of a tank. It was right at an eighth or less than an eighth. Mm-hmm. It was fantastic.
0: Yeah. When we lived in just Nigeria, skate, when we lived in Nigeria, my dad had a Volkswagen Beetle. And they were made in Africa. Like the Beetles were made in. The Beetles were made in Germany, in Mexico, and and in Africa, and was it India too? They were. Someone those else, were know.
1: popular cars, weren't they?
0: They sold For more. Earlier time. I, that might have been the most sold car until. So I don't know if someone's taken them over as the most sold car ever, but the Volkswagen Beetle, I think, was was the most sold car. It might might still be. The number ever.
1: one selling car of all time is the Toyota Corolla.
0: Oh, okay. There you go. So Corolla is beating them the toyota um. rav4
1: is number two the honda crv is three nissan Sentra, toyota camry ford f-150 american car does not make it until number six mm. honda civic honda chrv and i'm not gonna i can't talk shit because the toyota we have is freaking awesome
0: yeah <laughs> it's a great car yeah toyotas um. are amazing hondas are amazing i guess that's become the big cuz they don't make they don't even make Volkswagen. They start they made Volkswagen Beetles again for a little while, but they don't they Yeah, didn't sell they stopped
1: producing them. They they had a resurgence and then they died again.
0: Yeah. Back in the days though, like all the way up to the 70s and 80s, from from the from the um cuz they made they made the Volkswagen Beetle all through freaking World War II. Mhm. Mm-hmm. Right? And mm-hmm. so then the 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s, Volkswagen Beetles were getting sold like crazy. So maybe back then it was number one. And I guess you said, is it Honda? Honda, uh, Toyota Corolla, number one. Toyota Corolla, yes. Toyota,
1: Toyota Honda, yeah. Ford, Nissan, Toyota, Nissan, yeah. Honda. You know, Honda, even
0: Honda. I own a Toyota Corolla right now. Oh yeah, I forgot you do. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it, but it's, it's one of those cars that you can like get your kid. And even if they don't change the oil for 50,000 miles, that shit still runs for no reason. It shouldn't, but it yeah. does. Better change the
0: damn oil. <laughs>
1: I, people people will run those things until it's gloop in there, and the dang cars still run. They have no yeah. reason to.
0: My father do. had a Hyundai XL, 1986. He thought, and my father's an engineer, metallurgical engineer, master's degree. You
1: didn't change your wheel on it?
0: Yeah, he has a master's degree from Brunel, which is a big deal uh, engineering co- uh, school in England. And he believed because it was alum remember it had an aluminum engine block and all that. He was like, Oh, don't have to change the oil.
1: Yeah, that's ridiculous. <laughs> that's that's ridiculous.
0: So that ran until it seized and it got some serious miles on it. Before Ooh. it seized. So I guess technically oh, true.
1: It did okay, I guess, yeah.
0: Yeah, technically true. So okay, we have <laughs> <Yeah>, missed out <laughs> we missed out a couple of things. Uh, Lola says she couldn't comment for some reason. Uh um shout out to armament and axes out there uh able defense mike said we need all the tunnels we can get let's see i'm trying to just get to some of these
1: able defense is he in in las vegas i'm guessing Uh, i don't know good question i'm guessing
0: so since he said he need they need the tunnels yeah who's in vegas out there and night train wants to know if i saw paint uh pawn stars no i didn't go there um i was doing a bunch of them yeah so we'll be right back. We'll be right back. We wouldn't be able to keep the Who Move My Freedom podcast going without the support of great companies like High Point Firearms and Full Forge Gear. Bags and gear for everyday life. Did you know High Point is an American family owned and operated company located in Ohio with over 30 years of manufacturing experience? High Point is proud to be the home of the working man's gun and your source for affordable handguns and carbines with a lifetime warranty. So when you're in the market, please consider High Point. Okay, so let's get to you. Let's get to Rod. Let's see what's been going yeah, on Yeah, we with haven't Rod talked to yet. Rod in
1: ages. Yeah, we need to hear what's new. I will <laughs> say, hell, Rod, I, I, I did see something about you moving or wanting to move.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, what the yeah. hell is that? Yeah. I saw something like that when I was flying back. What's going on with you? You leaving Florida? Well,
2: no, I mean, well, I mean, I may be forced to. I got laid off about a month ago. so uh, Oh, me too. Know, just trying Sorry. To, yeah, trying <laughs> to find something out there, man. So it's not like I... I want to, but you know, hey, you got to go where the money pays.
0: Oh, sorry to hear that, man. Yeah, Babyface got laid off too, and I don't think we've talked about that. Yeah, laid
1: off two or three weeks ago. Mm -hmm. So, and I'm holding out hope that I can get something going before end of year. But end of year is a terrible time to get laid off because nobody's hiring. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Isn't that the popular time for them to lay people off? It's the greatest
1: You're... time to lay people off, <laughs> yeah, because they screwed yeah. up all year long and then they go, we don't have money and they get rid of people.
0: Yeah. Hence yeah. a Christmas carol. This is where that yeah. com- that story comes yeah. from. <laughs> yeah.
3: <laughs>
0: this is so, okay. So unfortunately you got laid off, Rod. Um, but I know, so I know you have scorched earth. Obviously that's like a side yeah, hustle, yeah. right?
2: Yeah. So that's, that's, that's paying um, a lot of the bills and everything. So, Good. you know, okay.
0: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah so what's the plan what business you know are you in or if you don't want to talk about it it's cool but uh you know maybe someone out there could help you get a gig keep you here in florida I mean, or somewhere else where you know wherever you got to go yeah i mean mortgage technology um, oh wow so you're, you're
1: in the mortgage side of banking
0: right oh yeah yeah so you got hit first before anyone
2: well, no, more... actually, I got hit. We got hit because my company got bought
0: out by a bigger company. Oh, okay. Mm. Yeah. Okay, that's another yeah. thing that happens at the end of the year. Okay. Yeah. Okay, but I thought yeah. you guys got hit because obviously interest rates and all that are high. Mortgages, cars, etc. Um, are you know from your experience are mortgages are, are they on a downturn well, wor- even? I,
2: well, no, no. no. See, now keep in mind, I worked in the technology side of it. So, okay.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, I'm not. I'm not in. The, I'm actually in the worked in the uh the mainframe uh systems part of the uh of the industry.
0: Okay. All right. Okay. Yeah. So nerdy shit. Mm-hmm. Look at you being a nerd, uh, like Patrick, <laughs> <laughs> doing computer shit. Yeah. yeah. And lots of people got hit. Uh, Flying Rich got laid off too. Unfortunately. Oh, did he? he uh, wow. Yeah. He
1: knew that it was coming though. He yeah. he worked. Uh, rich i believe works a lot of contract jobs and he i believe was aware Mm -hmm. that the contract was coming to an end
0: yeah yeah
1: Yeah. um but it never feels good when somebody says yeah we don't need you anymore yeah like you feel lost because you're so used to having like a daily routine and then it's over
0: it Mm -hmm. feels real weird yeah so so what's the plan for you guys what like what's your thing that happened patrick how did that go for you we didn't talk about it
1: a uh, bad fit. I was working for a company that I uh, was not a, a good fit for. Let's say it like that, and uh, okay. they, they let me go. So mm-hmm. I, they're going to have trouble with their their team, but mm-hmm. that's not on me. They got to find somebody okay. else to fix it. But yeah, so uh, I'm I'm freshly in the market, and I have I'm chasing down some leads.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: I'm just not hundred percent sure. If something comes up, I'll take it. Uh, but, you know, at the same time, it's like, I don't mind just raising the baby. If that makes any sense.
0: <laughs> yeah. Like, I mean, he's you've an got. You've, kid. Yeah. You've also got plans you have for a while to do your own thing, like Rod does. But yes. how do you guys. Are you guys thinking about that? Are you thinking, like, oh, maybe I'll just go full time on my side hustle? Is that a thought with you guys?
1: It is. I'm waiting on licensing for that to happen. And then, yeah, I'm. I'm very much on board with if it ever worked out in my favor with uh, um, taking on the FFL stuff full time.
0: okay, what about you, Rod? I mean, I'm
2: full time right now. <laughs> I mean okay, keep in mind you gotta you gotta really go out there and start beating the pavement. We're trying to get get customers in marketing stuff like that. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, you know, you do what you do to keep the lights on. You know, in in the meantime, but um, you know, at some point, I would like to do that. You know, I was looking at post um uh corporate America, you know, in my retirement, uh, doing it then and keeping it uh, full time at that point. You know, really just to have something to do in retirement. But you know, right now, you know. I mean, if I can get enough clientele to come in on a weekly basis, man, that's the key thing, yeah, getting the clientele to come in.
0: Okay. So I know you guys kind of have different um, angles so far. They're both in the firearms. Uh, Rod's kind of on the training side. Patrick's kind of on the building upside, I want to say. I don't know. Mm-hmm. How do you yeah, so Patrick? I'm going
1: to be my, – my goal is to, by beginning of next year, uh, be – Building, I don't know about full time. Uh, Well, if if I can get folks to buy AKs, then yeah, building full time. But Mm -hmm. uh, partially, it's going to be gunsmithing as well, refinishing, gunsmithing, things like that.
0: Mm -hmm. So Mm
1: -hmm. I'm going to do as much as I can, uh, running uh, a home shop.
0: Right. So, do you guys think you know either one of you can jump in on this? When you balance it all out, do you think you know do the right thing, get a gig? Keep that gig going for whatever amount of time you need to. Like, Rod Mills, you probably have, a, you know, a closer plan than Patrick, you know, him being, like, in his 30s. And you being, I don't know how old you are, 60, 70?
2: You and <laughs> you are not the same
0: age <laughs> um, but so is that is that how you guys are both thinking about it like hey let me get the safe you know get a safe thing keep the bills and everything so i stay on track and then keep working to get you know the side hustle to be the main hustle or do you think that this is like a sign that says not nah, just go head you know head dive head first into the side hustle make it the main hustle What do you guys think? To Rod. Yeah, what do you think, Rod? No, I mean,
2: no, I mean, I, right now, I mean, down the road that would be nice, but you know, right now you got to go. I mean, you, you think, and when you're thinking about corporate America, cor- the benefit of being in corporate America is, you know, you you build up a uh, retirement. You know, you don't have to set aside things. You know, it's already done for you. you got mm-hmm. company match, four hundred one k stuff like that, and then also you got to think about. Uh, the medical benefits that come along with it as well. Yeah, you know that's a big part. Paying your own medical, your paying your own medical is very expensive nowadays.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: what about Obamacare? <laughs> God,
1: so I was gonna say we're yeah. in a bit of a different situation because Marley's mm-hmm. still working and has a very good job and makes mm-hmm. enough money to support both of us. Um, so you know we we're in a different situation where I don't have to worry about a day to day income because uh, it's it's covered. We're gonna be tight. You know, I'm gonna have to budget and we're we're not gonna be going out to eat twenty four seven. I'm gonna be cooking at home and you know, doing the laundry mm-hmm. for her because she's now the breadwinner. Um, wow. I do I I, I can't let I Lola hear that.
0: I'm gonna have to somehow edit that out of this. <laughs> I, I don't
1: know that I wanna go back to the corporate world unless something good comes my way. I'm I'm realizing more and more that I'm wasting my days mm-hmm. doing something that I don't really care about if that Mm -hmm. makes sense.
0: It does. Uh, It does. I mean I know how much you love what you do. I know how much it like outside of the money, I know how it feeds you. I think that's the same thing for Rod. I Mm -hmm. think Rod Mm -hmm. likes helping people. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So for sure he makes money training people, but he really likes helping people. And so do you. You love to build shit with your hands and at the same time help people. I
1: don't I've never I mean I've worked out so I've been out of college since twenty twelve you know Mm -hmm. so i've been working in the market for almost 12 years i guess and Mm -hmm. i just i've never felt all these all the time that i've spent at a job i've always felt like well i'm just making somebody else money i don't i don't have any love for what i'm doing here i'm just making money and trying to help somebody else make money that's it Mm -hmm. um where if if i win i'm not gonna say if because it's going to happen i'm gonna make it work when things take off for me I'll feel like I'm actually doing something personal. I'm, you know, every, every firearm I ever touch will, will be, you know, I'm putting part of me into it, which is means Mm -hmm. a whole lot more than Mm -hmm. I I just, I can't sit behind a computer every day any longer. It just Mm -hmm. doesn't do anything for me.
3: Mm -hmm.
1: And again, the older I get, the more I I feel like I'm just kind of wasting time doing something that I don't like. Mm -hmm. And what's the point of me getting old and, and, you know, I hit 60 and go, well, I just I, – yeah, I have a good retirement, but I wasted my whole youth doing nothing fun, you know?
0: Yeah, you know, I understand that. And I – Yeah. As someone who – like I've been working, you know, running my own business here for, I don't know, I think probably 11 years.
1: I'm not going to pretend like it's easy. I, I know the yeah. struggles that you all go through for running your own stuff. It's very mm-hmm. difficult and it's mm-hmm. stressful.
0: Yeah. But well, but like day, you said I had I had right the now. benefit. I had the benefit of Lola, right? So it wasn't yeah. like I, you know, in the beginning of doing this, I was the sole income earner, at, you know, because Lola was there. Cuz this like starting any kind of business that you do is a tremendous amount of money you put in up front for years. Before it goes anywhere. I mean, a tremendous. I remember Lola and I talking about our finances when I started doing this gun thing, and Lola's like, "You're spending thirty thousand dollars a year mm-hmm. doing this thing. You know, yep. buying equipment, buying guns, buying ammo, traveling, all that kind of stuff." Um, now it's it's probably two times that um, at this point. And I have multiple things going on, so. But you know, I I had that I had that benefit. I kind of. Still. There's also a drive mm-hmm. I feel
1: like that comes with it, where you're like, because mm-hmm. uh, it's it's easy sometimes to be like, well, if I don't get it done today, I don't get it done today. But when when mm-hmm. it's all on you, you're like, I'm gonna have to get it done today or get it done mm-hmm. first thing in the morning because if I don't, then I'm way behind. You know, like,
0: yeah, the show they're, must they're, go on. It's an entertainment yeah, thing, just, but it's apropos when you run your own business. If you don't yeah, feel like I, it, you got to do the show.
1: I'm. I'm just – I'm done making money for somebody else. I feel like my talents can be exploited by myself to make a lot more money in the long run. It's just – I know it's going to take time. We kind of have a five-year plan. I I think if I can make it – Run in the next five years and I'll be happy. That's really where I'm at.
0: So I know that you and Rod, like Rod was saying, me and Rod are close to the same age. I know you guys are completely different ages, but I feel like you're in the same position, right? Rod has to think, like, as he's getting older, because I think this all the time, too. I'm getting older. I have to be careful. I can't recover like I used to. You know, I don't want to have a ridiculous amount of bills, (laughs) <laughs> you know uh no, weighing me you. down and all that kind of stuff but then with you patrick you have a, a very young family i mean it's you and marley and Chromie v and and you know we'll get hopefully we'll add some other babies to that list you, you gotta so balance you and that a good,
1: you'd be a good example of this i'm you know the older i'm getting and the older the baby gets the other thing i'm realizing is every day that i spend at work away from him is a day that i'm never getting back it's gone and whatever he did that day that is super exciting in front of somebody else i did not get to see and it's it's gone it's just gone Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so like if we have to sacrifice a little bit of our main income and i have to cook at home or do whatever more often who cares i get to raise my kid like and i get to see him every single day and i get to help him grow and learn and there's a lot of benefit to that. Every know?
0: everything everything has a cost, man. Everything has a there cost. Is. There's yep. there's all days that we missed, our parents missed a lot of our life, but they missed it in the name of making our lives better. Yeah. Right? That's why yeah, they did true. what they did. So there's no there's no shame in that. No. You know, at no, the same it, time there's I'm, no there's no shame in being there for your kids and and teaching them, especially now, man. Kids need to be taught by their parents. Shit. Yeah I'm schools. I'm
1: afraid of modern society teaching my kids everything. Mhm.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 You know, hopefully I I have <laughs> I have hope for the future. What we all need to do, I say this a lot, Um, or maybe I haven't said it enough lately because like the whole whole gun thing has played out but I think in the gun community we need to learn how to work with each other more help each other, everyone's doing different things, so I think like Rod's, what Rod's doing deserves support, if people are out there listening watching and all that, they should go follow him on Facebook, he can make a freaking career out of the shit that he posts on Facebook.
1: You know how much people pay to train, like and people are always looking to increase their skill level with fire and it's Mm -hmm. gun ownership is only going up right now it's never it's never going back down no matter what the government thinks
0: no absolutely not also go out and support patrick and what he's doing as well because i think he's teaching uh people a lot of good things there of like being able to work on your own guns Mm
1: -hmm. yeah i so i have all that and i do have more content coming i've been a little behind tomorrow i plan on getting some done um but i'm hoping in time that I can either build for you if you like what I do. Uh, I can do some refinishing because I've found a, a new love for refinishing old, old guns, uh, mm-hmm. doing rust blues, uh, and then beyond that, maybe building <clears throat> AKs from scratch is another mm-hmm. avenue.
0: Yeah. But yeah.
1: The the thing that I'm realizing uh, more and more is that gunsmithing is a dying art, and there's a real need for.
0: Yeah. Stop fidgeting with whatever you're fidgeting with over <laughs> there, Rod. <laughs> oh i'm sorry (laughs) that is coming right on the microphone lola's gonna text you in a minute (laughs) and then people are going to be complaining and all the fidgeting in the background yeah listen i i you know i i still say that get a gig you know if you can Mm -hmm. and um and and at least give yourself that that leeway to build on it but for sure you know follow your dreams i'm I'm all about that. Uh, Nobody. We're we're living in those times, too. Mm -hmm. Nobody that I've talked to that
1: owns their own business Mm -hmm. got to where they are by working Mm -hmm. for somebody else. Um, Every Mm -hmm. uh, multiple people I've talked to, Ken from K&M Arms, when we had Mm -hmm. him on, Mm -hmm. his one piece of advice to me was uh, he wished he had done it earlier. That's his only regret is he wished Mm -hmm. he had started K&M sooner. Because he he said he started it when he was like forty something, late for mid forties.
0: Yeah, that's amazing um, to think. Yeah. Wow. And he yeah. said he
1: wish he would have the only thing he wish he would have done was started it sooner. Everybody that is owns their own business has gone through the hardship of, of doing it. But out the other end, like my my dad, I will say, worked for the fire department for twenty six years, but has also runs a body shop, owns his own body shop. Uh, and all of our money as a kid came from the body shop i think Mm -hmm. um but it's like it
0: i don't think in your dad's time firemen made a lot of money i'm not saying they did it not huge money money. yeah not big money yeah
1: he he loves to complain about how much work he always has but at the same time he enjoys what he does he never he is never lacking for work and he likes what he does and that to me is most important i'm just
0: yeah I think a I'm tired man of
1: waking up and making somebody else money.
0: <laughs> I think a man should die with his boots on. And this is what I mean. Yeah. This is what I mean by that. Regardless, I don't there's nothing wrong in working for people and like let's say working for a company. If you work for a good company, if they appreciate what you do for them, if you're Nobody serving folks out there. I know. That's I my yeah, it's nothing wrong with it, but though. There's nothing wrong with that. But I think for a lot of us it's better to work for ourselves for sure. But whatever happens as a man Uh, As a woman, for that, for as a human being, you should die with your boots on. Always work. Always be up to something. If you don't need the money, have this thing that you do that helps other people, that somehow, you know, serves other people and motivates you to get up every day and keep going. Because, like, we were talking about health. Just imagine if you were unhealthy and then you got to the point where you have so much money you don't have to work, and then all you do is sit at home, getting more and more unhealthy, Instead of well, something I, forcing you to go out and do something,
1: I don't know how many people I have heard of of my my dad's age, my parents' age, that retired out of the fire department, had a pretty good living, everything's going pretty well, and then died three years later because they had nothing going on in their life. <laughs>
0: exactly. I could
1: imagine. I'm gonna work till freaking I'm 80 till the day I die because I enjoy it. I don't like sitting around all day.
0: Yeah, that happened to Lola's dad. Unfortunately, like he yeah. he uh, he retired from working. And because of this age, and then he went to work in McDonald's and eventually they said to him, you're too old to work here. Like he could do it. He was fit, but he was so old. They wouldn't let him do it. And pretty much he just started deteriorating when no one would hire him because Mm -hmm. he needed something to do. You lose your purpose in life. Yeah. Yeah. So I remember talking to the doctor who said nothing was wrong with him. He just gave up. Yeah. No, that's, that's Um, what
1: happens. You lose your purpose and you lose your way. And it's like, ah, f- screw it, I got nothing else going. I'm I'm why why even stick around any longer, you know?
0: Yeah. Pick up and do something. You don't have to be a billionaire. You know? Often you will find the people out there that are billionaires and trillionaires have the same problems we do, because we're all human beings, and then their problems are magnified by how much money they have. But mm-hmm. try to serve people. So whether, if you're a billionaire, you can serve and help people. And if you're not a billionaire, you can still serve and help people. And I think uh, you know, right. that is important. Uh, you know, 42 Chill says, if you love your job, uh, never work a day if you love your job. That's, and,
1: that's what I feel like. And I know yeah. there's going to be pain. I know it's going to be frustration from time to time. But it's going to be worth it in the long run for me, I think.
0: Yeah. Night Train says a man's great pleasure is his work. So there you go.
1: So you, you, yeah, no, I'm, I'm a worker. I, I've realized that, but I just want to do my own work. I don't want to do somebody else's work because they tell me to,
0: you know? Absolutely. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. We're going to be right back. With ArmsList, you can shop the extensive list of local and nationwide firearms classified. Now with more confidence because of their built-in firewall. For only $6.99 a month for personal use or $30 a month for business vendors. So when you're in the market, please consider ArmsList. We wouldn't be able to keep the Who Move My Freedom podcast going without the support of great companies like Arms List. All right. Um, let's see here. Let's talk about some gun shit. Rod Mills, (laughs) Gun World, what the hell is going on? What's on your radar, sir?
2: (laughs) Man, I'm I'm just training. I mean, I'm just training right now. That's it. Do you find the training can't, is you can't, bumping up? You can't afford, I, hey, I'm not in the situation right now. I can buy guns.
0: I can tell you.
1: <laughs> yeah, same I'm not buying anything. <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's I rough mean. it's a little rough out there. But so in the training world, Rod, Rod do you think that there's more with everything going on, right, with There's always been everything going on, in my opinion. So there's all kinds of shit going on in the world, right? You got Ukraine, you got Israel, you've got um, different uh, people that the so-called authorities don't do shit about, and they go out there and take out several people. Do you see, you know, even in the downturn that we're going into, do you see a downturn in people wanting to train, find out about firearms, get licensed, uh, etc.? Nope. Mm-hmm. I can only
2: imagine went, it's going up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I'll I'll say this. Um the training part of it, um, the actual you know, going to the range thing, mm-hmm. that actually went up uh this year for me. But when we got rid of the concealed weapons um uh requirement here, mm-hmm. half of my business went down, down the mm-hmm. toilet. Yeah. Because okay. people refused to to come and get that knowledge, you know. Mm-hmm. Um lack of better turn, I mean, hey, it's like, hey, look, you know, you still, you know, and I, and I try to tell people, I'm like, you still need to get, just because you, it's not required of you, mm-hmm. you still should get it, especially if you're a new person, you mm-hmm. know, getting into the, uh, the industry, the world of guns, you know, but Telling people that—that's like beating a dead horse. You
0: yeah. Know? So I mean, yeah, and you know, it's not—it's not, it. not that—it's not that you didn't want people to—to to, um, you didn't—it's not that you didn't want this right, a constitutional carry to happen. You wanted it, but we all kind of knew this would be the result mm. of it, right?
1: The main—you right, know—the main thing for me is—is is the benefit of not having a five-day wait or whatever the hell it is right now. Like it's mm-hmm. ridiculous. Three, yeah. Hmm. Mm-hmm. So no. I would much rather I'd much rather have my CCW I can't go without my CCW that's crazy
0: <laughs> yeah really. so listen uh, you know what I don't think because Rod and I spoke about this I think but I, I don't you probably spoke about this on some other show or something else you did but we never got a chance chance to talk about it publicly so I I'm, I don't think there should be any kind of paperwork in the way of the Second Amendment <laughs> so mm-hmm. I'm a hundred percent for that. But yes, people should go out there and put some kind of effort into training and understanding what they're doing, like you would for anything, right? Like you would mm-hmm. for anything. If We're, we're talking mm-hmm. about having children. You know, did you just have children and not at least get some guidance from your parents or read some kind of book or somehow think, oh, shit, I'm about to have kids. Let me, you know, mm-hmm. let me just sit here and ponder exactly how I'm going to do this and think and be deliberate about raising your kids. Of course you did mm-hmm. if you're a good parent. Right, a lot of people right. don't give a shit and do, you know, crazy things. That's how Amen. babies get left in hot cars and stuff like that. Yeah. But it, the same goes with guns or anything else, man. If you're going to drive a car, if you're going to ride a motorcycle, you know, anything that you're going to do, you want to, you know, if you're going to take some kind of medication, you should think about what the hell you're putting in your body. Yeah. <laughs> before you yeah. take that thing, you know. So yeah. it, it sucks that that's happening i hope that that's just a short-term thing i hope in the long term people do get more education when it comes to firearms
2: well i talk to people in other uh constitution, constitutional carrier states and mm-hmm. nah it's not okay is i talk to people in texas mm-hmm. uh, georgia alabama all instructors there if if they're still in business they're only doing it uh, either on the FFL side or the actual instruction going on the range side. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. you know, and to be honest with you, I mean, I yeah. don't know why they don't want to get it. Um, mm-hmm. You you should be forced, you know, to get knowledge. Okay, mm-hmm. and and that's and and unfortunately. Um, now I I can't say, I don't know the numbers of, you know, gun incidents going up and I hope it doesn't, you know, but everybody that comes to my class, they leave that class saying, Hey, I didn't know that we, this, you couldn't do this or you can do this, you know, Mm -hmm. or Mm -hmm. you can't carry here or there, you know, Mm -hmm. and I got a feeling there's going to be more people, um, you know, that's going to suffer, but I am going to, um, I'm going to talk about something that I'm going to say that rarely gets talked about, mm-hmm. but it's a big elephant in the room. Okay. And it's a big elephant in the room when it comes to, uh, minority instructors. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and I will say this, and I had to ask the question to kind of figure out, is it just me or is it something that I'm seeing? But I can say this, overall, overall, minority instructors do not get paid or cannot command the same pay as non-minorities. Mm-hmm. That, that I can tell you right now. Uh, and I can only think of one, one instructor in the United States right now that is a minority that gets paid top dollar when it comes to, uh, firearms training and that's mm-hmm. buck Doyle. Okay. But, um, well, I, I can't, I can't think of anybody else yeah. that can get top dollar. Now I can, mm-hmm. I can give you a, uh mess load of instructors that, you know, Hey, they're, they're, they're holding their own, but like if, let's say if somebody like my, uh, Larry Vickers or, um, Scott Jedlinski or, um, uh, what's the guy named? The, um, uh,
0: we can go down the line. This I I yeah, don't know the, the st- I don't know the stats on it either. But I believe you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I believe yeah, that yeah. it's true that the black mm-hmm. firearms instructors out there c- c- mm-hmm. aren't you know demanding the same level of value for what they do. Let's say as other folks out there doing instruction, and it's probably a two pronged problem, right? One, it's mm-hmm. it's with them, but I think. More than likely, it's also a problem with the with the customers that they're dealing with. That so, is true. That yeah. is true. So, but
2: but because I look at mm-hmm. you know I take classes from different instructors, mm-hmm. and I sit back and I'm thinking, I'm like, but damn, this is the same exact thing I do, mm-hmm. but I cannot charge what six, seven, five, six hundred dollars mm-hmm. for my mm-hmm. class and expect yeah. to go out there. And make money. That's I'll, on the I'll that's on that's
0: on our community, right? That's on our mm-hmm. community because mm-hmm. we don't put value on that. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> you know, exactly. And, and other communities now, for for sure, in the gun community as a whole, which the gun community, mm-hmm. I'm going to say, is probably it's it's a reasonable it's it looks like America, right? So it's a reasonable yeah. mix mm-hmm. of what you have in America. There are people in the gun community as a whole, regardless of their color, that don't put any value on training. Right. But if you want to look at a specific community black people, I would say no, we probably don't put a lot of um value on training of any sort. I don't think it's just guns. Right, right. <laughs> you know, there's this story going on in New York um with uh with the radio DJ, DJ Envy, that he had yeah. a friend of his who was in real estate right Where's and he it, was yeah. promoting this guy and everyone was going around putting money in in with this guy to do real estate turns out the guy was running a ponzi scheme he mm. just got arrested by the FBI and all that there's all these people out there mm. who got their money stolen one of the things that happened is like that there was a couple I saw, and I believe they're latino that this couple I looked at but there's a lot of black latino uh people in the and this, there's white folks in the in there that got uh, taken advantage of people in the hip hop community um but there's this Latino couple that they were like yeah we put, we gave this money, we didn't see the return, and he came gave us some jewelry to hold on to <laughs> all of that is bad signs and and yeah. the reason the reason I'm why allowed. yeah, the reason why this happens is because when we go into things. We don't educate ourselves about what we're going into, right? We don't put enough value on that to get into it. So you could go back Mm -hmm. to school. I remember going to school that, um, well, my parents were teachers, but, and even though they were teachers, when I had to, you know, you had to take all the tests, like remember SATs and all that. And if there was a problem, mm -hmm. my parents had no issue paying somewhere to like say, (laughs) okay, we're, you're going to take a course on this thing. Mm-hmm. Well, a lot of people didn't do that. But if you look at a lot of other communities <laughs> of different races, they will spend the money so their kid could yeah. go take the class on this thing. Mm-hmm. Whites, yep. Asians,
1: done that any second if I needed to have a tutor, they would yeah. hire a tutor. You know? Yeah, black
0: people? Not <laughs> necessarily.
1: And by the way, that doesn't mean anything because I still was a C student, so
0: <laughs> tutors didn't do but shit that, for me. Yeah, but oh, maybe oh, that dude. kept you from being oh, a D or an E. Uh, yeah, maybe. Yeah.
2: Yeah, sorry, Roger. Our, our money is spent in other places. You know, like, we'll spend money on some Louis Jordans. Ton, Gucci, ju- yeah. jewelry. Yeah, your gold, little baby
0: you know? is running around. If your little baby is running around with Jordans, hmm <laughs> And yeah, you haven't exactly. put any, I mean, you you haven't even, your kid is running around with Jordans, you, you you might even be married. There's a lot of people out there that don't even believe in marriage now. That's a whole other thing. Yeah, but your, your yeah. kid's running around with Jordans, you don't even have life insurance. Right. Oh,
2: oh so, t- <laughs> okay, so you know what, let me stop you right there. How many times College have run. you seen yeah. where people have to get a GoFundMe just to go bury a uh, oh, a, yeah. a, a relative? You yeah. know, hell, look at DMX. He had to get a freaking GoFundMe. He's a he was a freaking rapper. Yeah. You know? World. He was was a rapper,
0: actor. Yeah. Yeah,
2: exactly. But he had to get GoFundMe legendary.
0: Shame. Shame. Yeah. But the right things were not done. The right things were not done. This is the problem. And that's a Mm -hmm. that's a cultural thing that it doesn't have to be. We allow ourselves I know like I, I know Patrick is staying out of this you know mostly cuz I don't know.
1: have any black experience so I can't <laughs> yeah. tell you a whole lot yeah. about it
0: but the thing is is I feel like we give ourselves a lot of excuses because of things that happen to us but you know what if you look at people who come from other countries especially even of different like my family came here from another country we I, I was born in Guyana right everyone mm-hmm. except my mm-hmm. sister was born in Guyana um mm-hmm. And we lived in Nigeria before we came here, and yet my family believes in those things. I think the thing that happens to a lot of people here, and now the whole world is getting fucked up, because the, with the with social media, the whole world is as fucked up as America is now. Oh, yeah, man. But we yeah. just don't believe in educating ourselves and doing the right thing, and that's why no mm-hmm. matter how much wealth we have, we have a tough time passing it on generationally. The right thing
2: is Generational wealth, right, Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's, I mean, I, just listening to you say that, hell, I just paid my. my I still have uh, uh, life insurance policy on uh, both myself and my daughter, you mm-hmm. know, because of the fact that guess, you know, I know that she has life insurance on herself, but mm-hmm. I need to make sure that, hey, you know what, if something happens to her, that mm-hmm. guess what? We can have a decent burial, you know, mm-hmm. God forbid, we can have a yeah. decent burial. Mm-hmm. Uh, and. So many people, and, and you think about the small cost of what life insurance is, uh, uh, either a month or every six months or every three months, six months a year, whatever it is. You'll spend that in fast food, you know, and you know, blowing stupid stuff, you know. Mm-hmm. When yeah. hey, get you get you some life insurance in case yeah. something happens, you know, yeah. because you know we're all going to go at some point, you know. Yeah. but. But, you know, I, like I had a conversation recently. Like, what? So my mom passed away in 2012. So I got a, uh, and I'm not saying that I'm the, uh, uh, I'm all holier than thou and I've had life insurance all my life, you right. know. But when she passed away, we, my sister and I, um, we didn't have to worry about anything because she had a lockbox that she kept open all the time. When she passed away, we went in there, we saw a policy, took it to the funeral home, showed them nice. the policy. They said, hey, uh, don't respect. worry about anything. We got everything taken care of. Don't worry about it. Uh, and that yeah. was a huge, because you, you, I mean, if you've never buried a parent. Oh, I know. Or, when, my when, mom passed, family, when my mom he, passed,
0: Lola, yeah, Lola and I had to deal with that. People in right. my and family you know how much were nowhere to be everybody. found. <laughs>
2: Everybody gets paid yeah. when mm-hmm. you have a loved one that dies and it ain't cheap. And you know, we wind up paying and we went we we skipped cut corners. Mm-hmm. Um yeah. you know, with Barry and my mom, and it still cost us about 12, 13 grand. You know, oh, yeah. and that's cut oh, yeah. corners. Yeah. And when they go when they go by that list, when you go to the funeral home and they look at Every little single thing that you're getting charged for—it's
0: a your, big racket, your, man.
2: Yeah, exactly. the yeah. the The coffin, the, mm. the the flowers that's on the co- the coffin, the driver, the person that's gonna
1: do your relative's hair. We had to. You know, coat, we had to yeah. argue with the uh, with the funeral home when my grandmother passed away. Because mm-hmm. we looked at the receipt and it said there was a driver and the vehicle and the flowers on the mm-hmm. casket. And we we're like,
3: mm-hmm.
1: uh we had her cremated. Uh What's <laughs> this? <laughs> what do you mean driver? Mm-hmm. Well, so mm-hmm. we, we had to like go back and be like, y'all need to refund this. We're not paying for a driver for a cremation.
0: Yeah. That's crazy. But they, exactly. Yeah, they hit you hard. Oh, God. Hard. Yeah. Hard. Yeah. yeah. They hit you
2: so hard. I, I'll also let you know this. And mm-hmm. when... I go out to, uh, to uh, my mom's um, uh, burial place, and I go to the uh, the cemetery. Mm-hmm. One thing I can always tell you—that's a common when you go to a cemetery—everybody that died, I'm saying I'm going to say mid '90s on back. Mm-hmm. Your grave isn't probably even taken care of. They're less than maybe five percent.
1: Nobody takes care of, of, of them.
2: all the grave. Exactly. Nobody takes care of. And I will tell you this. Now think about this, and Patrick yeah. and, and, and Hank, I want you guys to think about this. Mm-hmm. Your grand your grandkids, grandkids will probably never know who you are unless you're either famous or infamous. Yeah? True. True. So ask yourselves this. Do you know who your grandparents' grandparents were?
0: I do.
1: Yeah, your you. Grandparents.
0: i never i never met him so i never met oh my yeah i never
1: met mine grandparent grandparents yeah. they were de- long
0: dead before i was i, n- I well, didn't yeah, meet my yeah. grandparents paying,
2: you're not gonna meet them. we,
1: <laughs> we have no, my, my yeah,
0: grand no i'm saying my grandparents i didn't even meet my grandparents are gone oh, before that's was sad. Born. So, you, yeah.
2: so you definitely don't know who their grandparents are
0: no no, no sir right yeah
1: so
2: now patrick um, let me ask you this how do you know who your grandparents grandparents were
1: we I've talked about it with my grandparents before about who their family was. Mm-hmm. We have okay. a plot in Tampa at uh, Woodlawn Cemetery that I have visited a couple of times that is actually really cool because it has some pictures on it. So mm-hmm. you can see pictures. Mm-hmm. And then we have a family member or two, one specifically, that has done all of our ancestry going back through Cuba and trying to get back into Spain. And
0: mm-hmm. um, so someone, I we have someone huge- thought about it. <laughs> What? <laughs> there's been a concerted effort to pass it on down yes, down the line. Yes, yes. Yes.
1: yes. We yes. We have done what we can to make sure that it got passed down.
0: Yeah. Right. And that, that is important. I think, you know, to some extent, like, uh, there's a little bit of that. I don't that.
1: think most people care, though.
0: Yeah. There's a little bit of that in my family. Listen, I, I, I can relate to this. When my mom passed, Lola and I had to handle the majority of the stuff there. Um, I don't want to get deep into it. It's the reason why I don't talk to a bunch of people in my family. But, um, you know, there were people from Guyana that were really pissed off at me because I didn't bury my mom. I didn't send her back to Guyana to go through this whole thing. Instead, I cremated her, which she told me that's what she wanted. My mother was Indian. It's what I am. She always told me she wants to be cremated. I believe in that. It's what will happen with me. So that's what I did with mm-hmm. her. But, you know, we couldn't afford to send her back to Guyana and do all that stuff. And then for the kid, like everyone to go back to Guyana and all that kind of stuff. And people have ridiculous. Uh, they were literally people when we went to Brooklyn, they were pissed off at me. They wouldn't even talk to me when I went to do the when memorial they, they did, because I didn't pay for didn't all
2: want that. It. They didn't even want to put one cent a dollar into helping, you know, take care of the burial costs. And see, that's the thing is, you know, and that's when you get, that's a lot of what breaks families up because Mm -hmm. of the fact that, you know, okay, like I buried my last. So just so you guys, I know we only got a minute left on this one, Mm -hmm. but my only blood that true blood that I have is my daughter. Mm -hmm. I have no Mm -hmm. parents. I have all my siblings are dead. All my aunts and uncles are dead.
0: Sorry about that. that.
2: So, sucks. yeah, I mean, and, and you know, it's, it's like, man, everybody's gone, you know. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you, you try to do what you can. You know, like me and my daughter, we have a great relationship. So she knows what the deal is and everything. But, you know, it's like, hey, man. You That's know, what counts, though, her,
0: man. That's what counts. Yeah. You, you stop yeah. the bullshit with you. Yeah, yeah, you stop the bullshit with you. You you and her mom, I guess you guys work together. You know what I'm saying? You've avoided all the shit that other people just Mm -hmm. let happen in their lives. And that's a big deal. It's there's nothing wrong with with like stopping it now. Like once you realize something is wrong and the way you're doing things are wrong, you could stop it and get an education and do better. We're gonna continue this in the next segment. We wouldn't be able to keep the Who Move My Freedom podcast going without the support of a DAO or decentralized autonomous organization like Tusk Crypto. Tusk cryptocurrency is a firearm friendly e-commerce option for online payment transactions secured on the blockchain. So when you're in the crypto market, please consider Tusk, T-U-S-C. Uh, 42 Chilled has some comments here if you guys are in the chat, but uh, I'll read one. He says, peeps trying to make bank all over. Yeah, unfortunately, that is a big thing when it comes to this. But yeah, you know, on the subject of what's going on with training, I think it's the same thing. Listen, look at all the stuff that's happening. Do you think it would have just saved the people in Israel when these guys trained for months? They were well-armed, well-supplied to come over you know, come over the border into these sections and take these people. Do you think it would just help them just because they had guns laying around? Now, for sure, yes, you could pick up the gun, you can pull the trigger, and then you can pray that it works. <laughs> okay? It takes something. It takes some kind of effort, um, you know, to, to, to be able to react to that. And I'm not, look, I get the, I get the money thing. You don't have to spend any money to get training right? But it is worth it to get some kind of training. You should always seek knowledge from outside of yourself. You should always do that. But there's lots of ways. There's books, there's videos, there's people who put stuff up there, you know, but there's you taking your time and knowing what that gun is, how it works, and how mm-hmm. to make it function correctly, how to make sure that it's functioning when you need it and you can actually hit a target. There's all that stuff. This doesn't none of this happens by magic.
2: Hank, I can't tell you how many people have come to my classes that didn't even know I tell people I ask them, I say, Well, what make and model is your gun? I don't uh-huh. know. Nine it's millimeter? Nine. Yeah. That's and that's what they say. i I'm like, so that's like telling me that if I <laughs> ask you what make and model of your car is you say, Well, 87 unleaded, you know. I'm like, right, that, that means nothing <laughs> to me. Yeah, you know, you should always know your the make and model of your gun, what caliber it takes, um, mm-hmm. you know, things like that. But a lot of people who, those same people that don't come to the class, guess what? They have no idea, you know, mm-hmm. they have no idea how to. I mean, hey, it's
0: there's a dog, there's a dog, there's, do- there's a strange dog in Babyface's house tearing shit up, obviously. <laughs> That's what those noises are. <laughs> I have food. I'll, uh-huh. real
1: quick and I'll, I'll do a PSA for anybody. Let me yeah. see.
0: Hold on. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: So I have food. Marley made quesadillas oh. tonight and they are oh. fantastic. Uh, but I found a dog on the side of the road today and I think somebody dumped him. So if anybody wants a new dog, you let me know because he's tearing up my house right now.
0: and patrick is a good guy he he you know it's not in in him to leave that dog out there oh look at that he is a
1: i believe look how skinny he is that's why i think
0: some yeah Yeah. um
1: i believe he's a full-bred uh purebred uh foxhound i'm Mm -hmm. pretty sure he's a a full and he's not
0: a bad dog because i haven't heard him bark or anything like that this whole time Okay, he tri- <laughs> looks like something just got disconnected over there. Yeah, power came out of my camera. Um,
1: no, he's he's a yeah. very good animal. He mm-hmm. just has no table manners. He's been raised right. in a barn, has no table manners, has no idea how training. to
0: a it. He needs some training.
1: He needs training. It's exactly ti- right. Yeah, yeah some time
0: a, and effort. <laughs>
1: he's an excellent animal. He's super mm. friendly. So yeah, if anybody is looking for a dog, he's super friendly. Uh, he. Likes people in the baby. He thought the baby was fun. Mm -hmm. Um, He likes other dogs. He is wanting to play with Buckshot all the time.
0: Yeah. Lola says, Um, "How is Buckshot dealing with another dog invading his space?" Oh, it's totally fine to be honest. Where'd you get that from? Rod? Yeah, that's him right right there. English
1: Foxhound. That's exactly what he is. English
0: Foxhound. Oh yeah,
1: he's a hundred percent. Yeah, he looks exactly
0: like that. Exactly like that. The problem. I have a
1: feeling. I have Mm -hmm. a gut feeling that. Because he is such a friendly, jovial dog, he's probably a terrible hunting dog.
2: Probably so, uh, yeah. And
1: you know mm-hmm. when hunters don't want their hunting dogs any longer, they old yeller cool. them. Uh, so I have a I I put him up on a couple of pet finder things today. I've called around seen if I – I drove around the neighborhood where I found him. And the woman that was there went like the street over from where I found him. Also had a dog barking. I was like, oh, let me go over there. Maybe he came from that yard. Uh, her dog has been with her for three months. I'm sorry, three weeks because somebody abandoned him on the side of the road as well. So I have a feeling somebody just threw him out the back of a truck and said, have fun. And that's where we're at now. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So, so yeah, uh, point uh, though. if
1: anybody wants if anybody's north central Florida is looking for a dog, I would be happy to hook you up with a full blooded foxhound. He's a wonderful animal.
0: Yeah, it looks like He's a sort of he just, dog. just uh, needs uh, some work. Mm hmm.
1: He has Have no you thought
2: about going to the, the vet and um, see if he's Chip?
1: Already done. No Chip, no name, no oh. nothing. Uh, he's too oh, scrawny man. to be well-maintained. His nails are really long. His teeth are dirty. He's been he's been on the run <sighs>
0: Probably for, for
1: a, a couple of days at minimum, or the person who was owning him did not take good care of him. So. Mm-hmm. So I'm looking, I, I, we have to keep him for a certain amount of time just to make sure that nobody comes looking. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then we're probably going to do our best to rehome him because he's, he's an excellent dog. He's a very, very sweet animal. Mm -hmm. Um, He just has no home training. He's, he's starving. Poor thing is starving. He's had three or four bowls of food already today. And now he's over my shoulder trying to get quesadilla off my desk. Hold on.
0: (laughs) Yeah. He's just, he's back there somewhere. Yeah, I see. There it. he yeah. is. Yeah. Uh
1: but he's an excellent dog. So if anybody is looking for a foxhound uh wants a good companion to go hiking or hunting with, he would probably be a, a wonderful animal.
0: Yeah, if you could do it, don't get into stuff that you No,
1: can't no, try. don't go over your dog. He's fine right now. He's fine at our house yeah. sticking around.
0: Yeah. Um I know I know you were asking me about it. I don't have the heart after uh my dog Save to him. Yeah, after Sailor, I, I just can't do it. And then plus, you know, I, I don't spend a lot of time. I'm always traveling and all that kind of stuff. So I don't, you know.
1: He'd be a great travel companion.
0: Uh Yeah, I mean, you know, I, I can't do it. He's a good boy. <laughs> 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 I, I can't do it, man. I've thought about it. Like I, I run into so many, uh, you know, good dogs and stuff like that. It makes me think, but I, I literally think about my mom and my dog every day. Mm-hmm. And, my, and obviously, I think about my wife and my my kids, but I still think about my mom. I still think about my dog all the time. You know. Yeah, I don't it's, blame uh, you. Yeah. So, yeah, you know, listen, well, huh? What? Lola's still here. The dog ain't. Yeah, but you know, <laughs> uh, I, yeah i'm i'm fortunate Lola's still here man she hasn't uh run yeah. away from me or you, you Lola hasn't like you
2: <laughs> lola
0: hasn't uh Lola hasn't done like what whatever the owners did of that and taken me somewhere and just dropped me off you know what i mean <laughs> and then it i'm outside scratching and all, at it. all that's what happened
1: and that's really sad but people like yeah. that should get flogged in the street that's bullshit that you just and he's yeah. at least 22. said
0: he would take care of the squirrels. Yeah, that's just, yeah he would, Oh, he would
1: take it, Believe me, Hank. Yeah. He would take care of every squirrel in that yard.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Definitely. But you know, if anyone out there is seriously looking for a good dog, he seems like he's you know
1: excellent. No barking, no behaved Yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: Oh, he's an excellent boy. Yeah,
0: really. he's not fighting with uh, Buckshot or anything. No, like
1: that, no. He so. wants to play 24 seven with Buck. That's what he was doing. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Listen, to get back to what we were talking about, we need to learn how to make investments in our lives and you need to be balanced with it. Right. Like I don't buy guns all the time and I definitely don't train as much as I need to. I do go off and do training every now and then. You know, we were talking about being fit. Look, just going out and doing training is a good way to, to stay fit. Now, obviously, it's an expensive way, but you could do depending on where you are, you could do this stuff on your own. There's things you can do on your own. It's really important, I think, to do this for this reason. When shit goes wrong, the way that you are going to react to that is based on your uh, on on whatever kind of training you have. And if you have none, you're you're going to find yourself scrambling and panicking in that moment. Versus you mm-hmm. have some kind of experience, some kind of understanding of what you're dealing with, because inevitably shit does go wrong. Yeah, you know, everything doesn't function properly. But it's this is like the tough thing, right? Like we I don't believe people should be forced into it. You know, people just need to have the good sense to do it. I always tell people, um, knowledge itself is not power. Right? Yeah. It's not power. You have to have the knowledge. knowledge. Yeah. You have to be able to apply it. You have to understand why it didn't work and what's going wrong. And you have Mm -hmm. to be able to apply that again and again until you make you make whatever it is you're trying to do work the way it's supposed to. Right. And you're supposed to be able to go full circle of that thing. Now it becomes now it becomes power. That's with anything and with guns it definitely applies to that right So if you don't take time to think about what you're dealing with, what's going on here, you're gonna find yourselves um, for lots lots of different things going on. I sent you guys I'm not gonna get too deep into it, but I sent you guys this um, this article. this happened last week here in Florida and right here actually in Gainesville. Um, new video of UF vigil turn stampede revealed police secretly investigate suicide bomb threat. So this is a Is that video the one where
1: they heard somebody fall over and they all think it
0: was a bomb or something? Yeah, I think so this is a yeah. University of Florida, um, a vigil for Israel, and I guess a woman fainted and then people <clears> thought there were gunshots. <throat> Maybe she hit a chair or something like that, and people thought, yeah, they they thought, heard they thought there were gunshots. Shots. <laughs> yeah. So now they started panicking and um,
1: they, they stopped each other.
0: Yeah, there was a stampede, people left their shoes, their phones, all kinds of things behind, everyone panicked. And then if you look at it, you'll see the video of the the police, several police officers trying to react to that. So here now, you have cops running, guns out, because they don't know what the fuck is going on, so they need to have those guns out. Um, Through crowds, some of the crowds are running right into them. (laughs) That's the crazy thing, right? They're running right into them. All of that, if those cops had no training, shit would go bad. Right? Because that, yeah. that cop's got a gun out. He's in motion. People are running into him. This is why all of this is important, even for the kids, Right? You you need to think about these things before they happen and what you would do. Like, I, one, I don't like big crowds for any fucking reason.
2: Mm-mm. I don't do that either. <laughs> I stopped that a long time ago. Yeah.
0: I do it when I have to. Like, you know, I was in Vegas doing this show, but, I mean, yeah, I don't...
2: I mean, we had the Florida-Georgia game here last weekend. Mm-hmm. Okay? Uh, well, weekend before last, rather. Mm-hmm. If somebody would have came out there with an a AK-47 or any type of firearm, it would have been a hell of a, a mass casualty event. You mm-hmm. know, I don't two, two things. I don't, I don't do 4th of July celebrations. I don't go to New Year's Eve celebrations. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't do big events where, you know, a lot of people are out there and, yeah. you know, not enough law enforcement. You know, I, I just don't do it. Yeah. I, I, I refuse to do it at yep. this point in life.
0: Yeah, even when I have to do crowds, I have certain rules I follow about dealing with crowds. Like, I always think, something happens here, how do I react? So, for example, mm-hmm, yeah. if everyone starts running, if especially if you don't know what's happening, I'm not saying you should stay still, but you need to get out of the way of the people running. Right, mm-hmm. right, right. Okay? So, you need to know, how am I going to duck into a corner and, and avoid these stampeding people that have no fucking clue what they're doing?
2: Yeah. And then, Hank, you got to think about... Um, See, for me, you know, if I'm going somewhere like that, I'm probably going to be by myself. But you got Lola, Uh, Pat, Mm -hmm. you got a baby and a wife. Mm -hmm. You know, you got to you got to Marley as Marley
1: thinks it's hilarious and doesn't take it seriously. But when I walk into a restaurant and they go to seat Mm -hmm. us, I know exactly what seat is optimal for me to sit at. So Mm -hmm. I can watch the people around us. I can watch the exits. I can do it. She doesn't like she doesn't get that. And then when I get mad and I'm like, I need to sit over there. She's like, why? Mm-hmm. It's like, do you have a gun on you? Are you watching the surroundings to, to make yeah. sure nothing's do you going even, on? Yeah,
0: no. uh, yeah. you're <laughs> completely obl- – Lola and I have that thing all t- – I think now yeah. Lola realizes that I like need to sit certain places. And I have to say I cannot that,
1: have my back to the front door. That's not happening. That's
0: no, 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 yeah. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> no, not going to
1: happen. Yeah.
0: Um, also, I like to get out of places before. So every single day <laughs> that we were at SEMA, yeah. yeah, every yeah. single day at SEMA show, I don't want to go in with the crowds. I don't want to leave with the crowds. Oh yeah. Right. If I'm if I'm in there and the crowds leaving, I'm staying, and waiting until their asses get out. Or optimal for me, get the fuck out before they do.
2: Mm-hmm. So uh, Hank, uh, TK and I, we went to the um, the beach uh, two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what it is, but when I saw that um, movie, American um, Assassin, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. where the guys came on the, uh, the beach oh, yeah. with the AK-47s and stuff, yeah. Yeah. it's yeah. like when I go out to the beach now, I'm looking at for stuff like that now, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. and it's, it's imprinted. And every time I go, I can't go to a beach without thinking about that movie because it could happen Mm -hmm. you know it very well could happen and you know it's just now
0: anything could happen at any time like i don't like when people move around me um so if Mm -hmm. if i'm somewhere and there's people acting erratically moving around me especially if i Mm -hmm. identify that person as being crazy i don't turn my fucking back on them
3: no, no, of course for, not.
0: No. Yeah, yeah. No. you know. Not I stay paranoid. No. And it's tough. It's tough for, like, it's not, I think, in in the female nature. Uh, you know, it's I think not. women, women have nature. lots of really good things, but it's not in their nature to think about that. And that's our job as men. Now, yes. also, it's our job to make them aware Yeah, that they should be aware <laughs> of shit. <Yeah>. Yes, <laughs> you know? and
1: Marley gets annoyed at me that I'm like, are you watching? Are you watching this? Are you seeing what's going on? No? Okay. Yeah.
0: That's the price we have to pay, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. In a panic situation like that, you need to, like I said, if something goes wrong, and I worry about, like, with my kids, I try to talk to them about all this stuff. If something goes wrong, you need to get out of the way of all the running people or creatures. Mm-hmm. Okay, and you need to let them do what they're going to do while you you have to observe. But it's difficult, right? When everyone panics, it's difficult to observe and not do anything. Like, I have uh, pretty fast reflexes. However, you know, you don't want to react to everything. Like, you want to, if your reaction should be observing, what the fuck exactly is going on? Cool. Okay, that's the first thing you need to know. And you need to get out of the way of whatever's happening. Um but yeah, the the biggest thing—avoid the crowds. <laughs> All this type of stuff. There's certain things like how do people wind up at January sixth? How'd your ass wind up over there? Yeah, yeah. I'm not saying I'm not <clears throat> saying there will there will come a time when as Americans we may have to stand up. Okay. But that wasn't that wasn't the time. <laughs> that didn't happen. Right. You you know. Mm-hmm. In a lot of ways, people got manipulated into something. I'm not knocking anyone who went there. I'm just saying to you, you know, if you're gonna go do that, you should know going in what you're getting into.
2: What you're and getting you getting into. And yeah. The consequences. And should,
0: yes, and therefore take precautions. Because you're going to have to defend yourself. It's not like these uh, people who are pro-Palestinian. They could go down right now. And tear down the White House. And tear down Congress. And no one's going to do shit to them. Mm
1: Yep. Okay.
0: So you need to. Like everyone out there needs to always think ahead of what they're they're doing. And what they're getting into. Um, Like I
2: I wore this shirt into um, an oyster bar at the the beach yesterday. Mm -hmm. Uh, And. Our waiter come to find out he's a gun guy. Him and his dad. Oh yeah. And we we're sitting up there talking about you know he was asking me about you know uh, what I thought about his EDC. He had a P three sixty five. I said yeah, that's
0: good cool. Good,
2: <laughs> gun, good gun. And you know you you know we were just it, it went to the point where my fool got held up because of the fact that we're talking, talking about guns. guns, you know. But it, it's it's a good conversation and. um you know, so many people, unfortunately, nowadays, when you wear, you know, I got firearms instructor on my shirt, okay? Mm-hmm. So, I get, I kept getting these eerie looks. Like, I'm like, and I'm going to tell these people, hey, look, I'm the one that's going to protect your ass if something goes down, okay? Mm-hmm. Because you don't see a police anywhere near here, okay? And I'm probably the only one in this whole building that's proficient enough with firearms, uh, that's going to be able to protect you so mm-hmm. you know i'm thinking like man a firearm instructor we should be held up there right below where the military is you know or gun po- let's say gun guys and gun girls or yeah. gun women
0: the,
2: you know and we should the, be right the unfortunate below, problem right below the is
0: everything is everything's propaganda rod sorry for interrupting it is it and is. look at what it happened is. recently in maine right that guy was supposed yeah. to be a firearms instructor so now mm-hmm. people are going to have get triggered by that kind of stuff um, that's yeah. an, al- an anomaly, that guy obviously had mental issues, um, mm-hmm. you know, he, there were people who were trying to tell these, tell the authorities there, there was something going on with this guy and it wasn't dealt with, but shit happens in this world, you know, the, the statistics right. though say that folks like us, people like yourself that train people on all that, you're not doing that to hurt anyone, you're doing that to help people, you help right. people, right, but there's that's a lot true. of folks out there who don't understand that. We're we're living in a country where there's a lot of us who go out of our way to disrespect cops. Oh, man, <laughs> and that, you're not even into some shit with that cop. You're just going out of your way to disrespect him because the media disrespect. told you. You to.
2: don't even know him. that guy could have been a good guy. <laughs> you know, a girl, late yeah. cop. You know, yeah. so
0: yeah, that's I hate that though. That's the world we're living in. We're gonna take a break. We'll be right back. The Who Moved My Freedom podcast is made possible by our partners at 2A Commerce, veteran owned and with over 20 years experience. 2A Commerce is the leader in custom e-commerce and web application development in the shooting sports industry. Clients include major brands such as Guard Dog Body Armor, Sylvan Arms, AccuFire Technologies, The Tactical Games, Warrior Knife Company, and yours truly, Hank Strange. Visit 2A Commerce and support this show by supporting them. Once again, visit the number 2Acommerce.com. And I'm not trying to say that like, I think there's definitely some cops out there that are messed up, I've dealt with that in my life, but I, every person that I deal with, I deal with on an individual basis, or I like to think so. Obviously I have my own built-in prejudices like any other human being, but I, I try to deal with people on the basis of that particular person in front of me at the moment. I don't tr- uh, judge people by how they're dressed, you know the color of their skin uh all that kind of stuff until they you know they get out of control or whatever it is then <laughs> you know my instincts are always there of course but and i think most of us um are like that so
2: but you know hank you know somebody could easily say well you know man when hank got pulled over on the side of the road that time with that that infamous video mm-hmm. you know we can understand why hank doesn't like cops but you don't hold that against them. That's one no. bad guy out yeah. of, you know, you know many that you know that are good, you know. Yeah. On that so, same
0: police department, I have friends.
2: Right. Exactly.
0: You know, yeah. um, out of that whole thing that, yeah, so... You know i think that happens all the time and no i don't i have I, there's people who are cops who i love who are my family members all that kind of stuff you know who i care wow. about and uh my friends etc so no i didn't it, you know this was a stupid thing that these people did and you know like i said when you're in a situation you need to observe and figure out what's happening before you react to it you know right. i spent more time trying to like say okay what's going on here and how am i going to get back home to to my kids without creating uh, a deeper issue you know especially if i know Mm -hmm. i didn't do anything wrong the worst thing that could happen to me i mean you know if they get crazy uh they (sighs) could kill me but the worst thing that could happen is they could lock me up for some reason which never happened obviously so uh, so we had a situation
2: today here uh, in jacksonville uh, where mm -hmm. a guy uh, was shooting at somebody he got in his truck went down uh, Interstate 95. Mm-hmm. Uh, police were chasing him. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, and you know what? Do you know the one thing, man, I'm going to tell both of you guys is that I hate um, is everybody is got their cell phone, freaking phones out. You know, yep. the police are trying to, you know, they got the guy out of the car, the truck, you know, had it. He got, the guy some, um, he, 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 he got arrested without mm-hmm. incident. But in the Facebook, why, why why does it take all these police officers to, to arrest him? Well, you don't know what the hell that he's getting arrested for. Yeah, you know? exactly. This guy shot at somebody and then evaded uh, law enforcement on a high-speed chase down the interstate. Yeah. What do you think they're going to do, just send one guy out there to chase him? Right. You know? Yep. And, 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 and unfortunately, when in... in society especially the black society we're too quick to go on our first trigger I tell people stop freaking getting triggered on something without knowing 360 of everything that's going on know the whole situation before you sit up there and get upset and you know or get triggered on something you don't know why this guy could have killed a woman you know Mm -hmm. know, it's been plenty of times where people, and then, then it's like, oh, oh, okay, well, we, we, you shut up then. Well, you should have um, at least found out everything that's going on before you get upset or, you know, or rush yeah. to judge. Because, and then another thing, everybody's got the freaking cell phones out. I mean, you know, people, I've seen videos where people are dying, drowning. But you got your cell phone out. Looking or there.
0: someone's getting someone's getting beat up. There's no cops beat anywhere. Up, yeah. Another person is exactly. getting beat to all. death. And you're recording it because you want to be famous or you want to get some some extra followers. Viral. I don't know what the hell you want out of it. But, yeah. I, I, and meanwhile, it, it, I, you know, it's someone's son. It's someone's daughter. It's someone's father or mother. And you're just an observer instead of a person helping. This is the problem we have with society. Um... I saw someone said this about Elon Musk that Musk said he he um, he bought Twitter because of the woke mind virus that exists mm-hmm. in San Francisco that's destroying the whole world. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, I well, is it,
2: it is more than just San Francisco, you know. Yeah. Well, and then, so and then, mm-hmm. so so let me let me interrupt real quick. Mm-hmm. So the one thing that people don't they're looking at the uh, the migrant crisis, and they're blaming uh, the governor in Texas for everything that's going on in New York and Chicago. But <laughs> did you ever once think that if that man didn't send these people to these um, these sanctuary cities and states, that all those people would be there in Texas, and how would they be able to do all, deal with all of that in Texas? You know, right. and and I'm like, hey, you know what? And then you got to think, hell. Uh, California or LA for for that uh, reason, they just re up that in I think June or July. Hey, we're proud to be a sanctuary uh, city. You know, you know what? S- ship there, ship those damn uh, folks to there. Now, all of those mm-hmm. people that are coming in are not bad. Okay, I actually got a great friend of mine who's Venezuelan. She came over. She did the right way though. Okay, Mm -hmm. she uh, claimed political asylum. She Mm -hmm. didn't hide from anything. She went to all of her hearings. And now she's now trying to get her uh, citizenship.
0: Yeah, that's how my family came to America a long time ago. We came here legally with a visa through Mm -hmm. JFK Mm -hmm. airport, and we just overstayed that Mm -hmm. visa. But, and, but um, the thing we, is, we, when, we were registered not- and all that kind of stuff, and, and from that point, we followed it. And listen, people want to come to America for opportunity, but the problem right. that we're having is that, you know, regardless of how you look at this thing, there needs to be one line, right? You wouldn't leave the door to your house open today, and you wouldn't let anyone walk into your house and take whatever they want to or do whatever they want to in your house, Right. Um, Mm -hmm. You you wouldn't do that. So in America, we need to do the same thing. It's for everyone's benefit that we need to do that. The people who want to come here, etc. But the the problem that's happening is that the current administration is literally opening the gates. They're literally cutting the barbed wire. They're literally saying, yeah, go ahead. Come on over and they want it to be uncontrolled like this they don't want to make any effort to control the the population influx into america and do something to filter out who are the good folks who can offer something to america versus the people who just want to come here to, to kick our asses and when you see like military age men coming from uh middle eastern countries from china etc yeah th- inevitably some shit's going to go down out of that
2: So my thing is this. I got one word. Mm -hmm. Why? Why? Why are they doing? Why are they letting this happen?
0: Everything. I think this goes back to what Musk was saying. And I, you know, I'm going to tell you, it's a weird thing happening with Elon Musk. Right. But what he's he's seeing what we're seeing. And the answer to your question is that you need chaos to change and enslave the world right? Mm-hmm. This is what you need. <clears throat> Things need to be like this. It needs to be full-on chaos. People need to be in, in, in full fear mode in order for you to manipulate them and enslave them, to give their freedom up to you. We've given up a lot of freedom, but to give all our freedoms up to these few people that, that, um, that basically tell us what to do, they have to create this sense of uh, fear, chaos, This is what has to be done. I just finished listening to the biography of Elon Musk. One of the things that happened to, he has a lot of kids. One of his kids, so he basically, um, he paid for a school that his kids and other kids could go to, right? But it only went up to a certain grade. And after that, his, uh, his kids wound up going to regular schools in L.A., you know. Um, that he obviously didn't own, didn't have any control of. One of his kids literally became a communist and then transitioned mm. over, right? And that kid mm-hmm. would tell him, "I hate you because of your money and stuff like that." Mm. This is this is what like imagine being a man. You have these children, and you love your children, and they tell you they hate you just because you have money. This is what he went through. This is what he went through. And his kid literally transitioned, all that kind of stuff won't speak to him. And when he talks about the woke mind virus, that's what he's talking about. This whole idea that even this guy that to these people was a hero, right? Look at how now he's like a demon, considered a demon to the left. All the people that want to save the planet, all this type of shit. Now the best, I mean, I don't think electric cars are going to save the planet. I just think they're cool, right? But but he's all of a sudden an enemy to them. The guy trying to go to Mars, trying to give everyone communication. The, the, a Starlink is being used in Israel, in uh, the Gaza Strip. It's being used in Ukraine, right? All these things that this guy is doing and people think he's the enemy. Where did that come from? Why do they want that? Why are there billionaires like Elon Musk trying to help people whether we agree with what he's doing to help people or not why are there guys like him and where and why are there guys like George Soros that are literally spending billions of dollars to fuck up America mm-hmm. Just ask yourself why is that happening <laughs> right? Why do guys like Bill Gates, and this is all over the world, I don't think it's just America. Bill Gates is hated in Africa, for example, because of, um, you know, uh, what what is it? The eugenics that he's trying to practice over there, right? And what he's done to African that? people. So basically, they you know, Bill Gates, one of the things his foundation does is try to keep black people, and this is my opinion, Not I don't think it's just black people, but he's he's done this in Africa. They've gone to great extents to basically um, uh, keep people in Africa from having kids. And it's fucked them up. Mm. They've told them it's birth control and then they find they can't even have kids later on. Mm. Look look it up, you'll see what I'm talking Mm. about. There's African Mm. nations that hate that dude. Right? So why why Mm. is that stuff happening? Why is that happening? Why is LeBron James spending money to have a school here and the kids in the school can't even read and write? Failing, yeah, failing. failing. That shit is deliberate. You know why do you have an actress marries a basketball player and then takes his kid that's not even her kid and makes that kid transition? Hmm. Why does that happen? Because there are people who are buying into this shit, to and and they're and they want to fuck everyone up because that fucked up state of people being in a state of fear and confusion, right? Is how you control them. And it may, it may sound like a conspiracy theory, but we're seeing it playing out. Yeah. Every single day in front of us. Unfortunately. So, yeah. It, Night I, Train says, to Bill Gates is the Antichrist. That's from Night Train. Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> I don't even understand this world that I'm living in right now. Now, Patrick, I wish you could have lived back in the, the 70s and 80s like we did. And what, what year were you born in, Patrick?
1: 89.
2: 89,
0: okay. So I got to experience right. the 90s, that's it. Yeah. <clears throat> and I everything's my, been uh, downhill since the internet. Do you notice the difference, the- Patrick? Do you notice the difference, though, from that time between
1: 90s and now? Yeah, mm-hmm. oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Everything has been downhill since the internet, 100%. Yeah,
2: I mean, I can remember, Hank, I know you can, you can remember life without the internet you know um you know and it it is we're living in a world that we're i don't recognize and i mean not saying that i'm suicidal or nothing but you know what though hey when i'm when it's my time to go you know what
0: listen i think i think the arms. internet is like any other sword A sword is a sword it cuts both ways this is my personal opinion, right? I think mm-hmm. the internet and technology has done a lot to help us. But we are the ones that are lazy. It's the same thing that we're saying about, like, guns and people don't want to get training. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we're, the well, well, also, Hank, we're the ones who are lazy. We're the ones who misuse it.
2: Guess what we talked about earlier? Remember you and Patrick were talking about you were walking and you guys got tired? Back mm-hmm. in the day, Hank, now, remember, we walked everywhere we went, you know? Yeah. Yeah. You know, even if, if you, you had a car, know.
0: that car didn't come out for some bullshit to run down to the right. corner.
2: <laughs> Patrick, believe it or not, when I was a kid, we were told to Is get he out frozen? the house.
0: I don't know. Oh, yeah. It looks like he's frozen. There you go. He's oh, back he's here. Frozen? Yeah. Oh, OK. Yeah. Yeah. Go <laughs> ahead.
2: So when I was a kid, I remember my mom telling me. Eight o'clock in the morning, get out the dang old house. Mm-hmm. Okay, don't come, don't back, come in. back in this house until you want to eat lunch. After you eat lunch, you go back out again and you make it back in before the lights, the street lights come on, mm-hmm. you know, and you go come in and take a bath. And man, we were, we, we drank out of uh, uh, garden hoses. You know, we did that. Mm-hmm. We didn't have bottled water back then. You know, we, uh, our parents didn't all, all the time take us to the hospital we had Father John's, of Magnesia, all of that good castor oil. We
0: we literally drank. rub, some, and I didn't rub some dirt on it.
2: Yeah, rub some dirt on it. You know? I mean, I uh, got cherries on my body from when I played football. We had we played football literally in the street. Tackle <laughs> football in the street. Mm-hmm. So imagine how we looked at it at the end of the day, you know? Right. Mm-hmm. And now oh. I grew up on the street now. How I'm able to shoot so good. When I was uh, nine, 10 years old, my dad bought me a, a Daisy um, um, Red Rider. Uh, yeah, Red Rider uh, BB gun. Mm-hmm. We were out there shooting squirrels and robins. And you know what we did? We didn't let those, those squirrels and robins just die. We would You eat ate them.
0: them. <laughs> I knew yeah. that was coming.
2: <laughs> you know yeah. what I'm saying? And a lot, like I had a class over the weekend, and the guy was like, um, and the guy that I had a class with the student was he suffered from muscular dif- dystrophy, okay? okay And he asked me, he said, man, how are you such a good shot?" I said, well man, when I was nine, ten years old, I was shooting squirrels out of out of a, um, a pine tree that was maybe two two or three stories high. I would shoot them in the head, you know mm-hmm. And he was like, wow, I, and those were iron sights because we didn't have red dots or scopes back then that we could you put on on mm-hmm. uh, uh, BB guns, you know. Mm -hmm. so
0: we you know the the technology is not being used right i i have this conversation mm -hmm. with my kids all the time i think like patrick is saying my kids were born after 99 Mm -hmm. right and so in the late 90s early zeros is when my kids came into the world and and there's all these things that i'm like dude you can look this shit up there's Yes. That's the beauty of the internet. If you don't know something, you can look it up. You can educate yourself. You don't have to take the news they're giving you. You can you can hear that news and then go dig into terrifying. it and see what the ex- what exactly is going on. It's like my parents used to tell me, if I said big words, my mother was like, what does it mean? Spell it. Tell me what, you know. Yeah, my mom ate
2: <laughs> So uh, another thing, Hank, uh, when DeSantis... Um, mm-hmm went on about the um the education thing and you know all the black people got upset i said one thing and i'm gonna tell you guys true story as a matter of fact um i don't know if you guys know who joe theisman is
0: or is that the uh, theisman trophy or something No, no, he was a Heisman Trophy. I'm like assuming like a
1: porn
2: no, award. Heisman Trophy. Oh, Heisman. <laughs> see, that's, that's like a I, porn <laughs> award, the Heisman that's Trophy.
0: What I, that's what I know about. Uh, see, uh, okay, I thought it was something related to sports. That's why, yeah, I don't know, know shit about sports. Joe was a
2: Super Bowl winning quarterback. Okay, there you go. Okay.
0: He mm-hmm.
2: had, when I worked for Jaguars, he and I had mm-hmm. um, uh, dinner together one night for uh, Monday Night Football. Mm-hmm. And I told Joe, I said, Joe, I, the only time I ever went to school with anyone that was non-black was when I was in like, um, uh, first and second and third grade. Uh, well, no, no, I was in the, uh, third and fourth grade and he's like, well, how did that happen? And I gave and I told him, I said, Hey, look, um, I went to a all black Catholic school. I went to all black sixth grade center. That's what we used to have at then. Mm-hmm. I went to all black seventh grade, uh, or, uh, actually a junior high. So junior high in Duval County was seven, eight, and ninth. I went to all black senior high school. I went to all black college. Mm-hmm. And he was like, wow. I'm like, yes. And I said that um, I didn't actually get a chance to meet any and have friends with anybody that were non black until I got in the military. That was mm-hmm. my age. And he was, um, he was a, a, a Astonish. And
0: there's and there's a lot of that happening on the other side. There's a lot of white folks right. that grew up exactly. like that right. and and didn't get right. to meet any people, you know, black people, Latinos, or whatever until yeah, they went in but, the military. I also
2: say it was this, is that, um, and I don't know where the hell I was going. I'm getting old. You were here. talking but, about
0: Thaysman, and you didn't you didn't meet, me. meet any white folks until you went right, to the military. Right, right.
2: Mm-hmm. I can't remember what what I was going to say after that. But long story short, was this. Um, I told him. I said, "Hey, look, man. Um, when the Santos was talking about the school curriculum, mm-hmm. I said I went to all black college, none, of, uh, and took Afro American humanities classes and everything. Not ever once did any of those professors ever say anything about black gay theory or <laughs> the study of uh, too many um, black people being in prison. I never heard of that. Never ever." You know, I'm like, was this a new history shit? You know,
0: <laughs> it's like Kwanzaa. <Quanto>. Um, exactly. <laughs> we're going to take a break and be right back. We wouldn't be able to keep the Who Move My Freedom podcast going without the support of manufacturers like Safety Harbor Firearms. SHF is a quintessential family owned small business totally representative of the American dream. Safety Harbor Firearms is a Florida based manufacturer of the compact entry stock. And the SHTF 50 upper for an AR-15 lower. Also, SHF happily delivers on your sten gun parts needs. So don't forget to check out Stenparts.com and SafetyHarborFirearms.com. Firearms.com. Yeah, you know, here's what I think, and I and I know we gotta wrap this up, but I think that they always they always try to manipulate the masses. So as far back as we can go back in civilization, everything was to manipulate the masses. What technology did, and I mean like industrialization, you know, uh, computer internet technology, all that kind of stuff, all that's done is made it easier, okay, and more efficient to manipulate people. And um, I think what's happening now is that folks also are not trying to educate themselves, right? Mm-hmm. And when these people have your mind, this is how we get into this, we're looking around us and we know stuff is wrong. We're living in America right now and people are looking around and they're like, this shit is fucked up. In, the, in New York City, they're looking around like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> right, all over the country, we're looking at it and we know. So we still, it's always us, it doesn't matter how much technology there is or how much technology there isn't. There's always, like one human being always wants to manipulate the other human being, right? And you always have that choice of whether or not people manipulate you, get over on you, and what you do. You just need to take responsibility for yourself. If I could wrap a theme around what we're trying to say, you take responsibility. I think that's how I wound up in the gun world. Uh, and you guys probably have some kind of similar story. I wanted to take responsibility. I wanted to go to learn about these things, learn how to take care of myself. I'm not I'm not there. Like having of friends and people around me when I look at Patrick and whatever the fuck happens, he tries to fix that shit. (laughs) And he figures out a way. He's not afraid to, like, break things and all that. You know, this is this this means something. When you look at different people and they're growing, like, uh, we've seen Rod here now for years, and Rod's not the same Rod that he was before. I'm not the same person I was before. Patrick wasn't the same person. This is when you take responsibility for yourself and, and endeavor to make yourself better. And America could do that and be that if, if the majority of the people want to do it. So, I don't know. That's my soapbox. Uh for the moment. I'll let you, what you're going to say, Rod, as, as we wrap up here.
2: No, no, no. Um, you know, I, I truly believe that, um, the social media for one, uh, has really did a number on society, unfortunately. And, you know, we thought that, and I thought I, I worked for America online when it, uh, the internet pretty much was first ro- being re- rolled out to the public. and Hey, Patrick! Believe it or not, we used to have phone lines that said eee! you it know, make all kind of kind of crazy noise but, you know." <laughs> I can re- hey, I can remember calling different modem lines to just to get on the internet because it was you know backed up. You know, mm-hmm. but um, long story <laughs> short, man, I, I I just you know. If I my main thing goal was leaving this earth better than it was when I got here i mm-hmm. I had a daughter she's graduated from college she's doing good in society being a the, the citizen so you know what I feel that like I'm leaving something a little bit better you know than uh, when I leave so that's yeah. a key thing I
0: think you're doing more than that I think you're doing more than just your daughter I think there's lots of folks out there I follow you on social media man I, I spend time observing you there's lots of people you're trying to help out there right they, maybe they're not as, as close to you and as important as your daughter is but you're trying to help them and that's that's what matters I think you know that's, that's an important valid thing and that's what we should all you know strive to do somehow is to help people so,
1: exactly,
0: yeah. Patrick, what did you want to say here before we wrap it up? You got some wisdom you want to drop on us?
1: Be kind to everybody. Do what you can to be kind to others. And then uh, if you find a dog stranded on the street, pick <laughs> him up. Don't let him get hit by a car, even no, though he just spilled yeah. water everywhere. And, and I think he's downstairs getting on the counter, eating food. But be kind.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yes, I think that's true. You know, do good things and good things will come back to you. Um, that's absolutely true. Well, big thanks to Rod Mills of Scorched Earth Firearms. Um, I would encourage you guys. Rod, how, how would folks out there that want to find out more about you, how would they go about doing that?
2: Uh, they can look up uh, scorched uh, com, the website. They can go to um, Facebook, uh, same thing. Uh, in, uh, Instagram on that scorched underscore earth underscore farms uh i got a twitter page but i'm never on there so don't even try to get <laughs> me up on there oh, okay. <laughs> or you can google hey guess what i just got to 101 google ratings and i have oh, a five star cool. rating
0: Yeah, sweet yes yes uh check out twitter man uh not just for black twitter but now twitter has grok that's the AI. <laughs> and mm-hmm. that's coming yeah that's coming to twitter you know like chat black
2: people have their own twitter
0: I don't know. That's what I heard. I, go, I, I've never been part people. of. I've never been part of Black Twitter. You have you been black part of Black Twitter, Patrick?
1: I see the post sometimes. It's oh. <laughs> it's some crazy shit. I don't even know how to see the Black Twitter post. Where the
0: hell is that? I, you just you have to
1: follow. Basically, you just have to run in those circles to see it. Uh, oh, or you okay. go on Reddit to like Black People Twitter, and it, you can mm-hmm. find it there too. Oh I'm okay. Oh, sorry to tell y'all, but. Afri- uh, uh, Egyptians mm-hmm. uh, mostly from Macedonia mm-hmm. they were not sub-Saharan Africans i don't think i don't know why people believe that but
0: um yeah there's the yes that's the uh, main thing of black people black people twitter oh, is that is that <laughs> what? what's going on there yeah no not right today, now even right general. now in egypt there's a massive class divide most of the yes. ruling the ruling yes. class in egypt are very fair skinned Um, They look more like your typical uh, Middle Easterners that you would see. And if you yep. see a dark people in Egypt, those people are typically on the – I, I don't want to classes. say – I'll say
1: this in the nicest way possible. They were imported to that area for, for uh, sure. labor purposes. <laughs> yeah. Most likely.
0: And that goes back to the Bible. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, you could yeah. take that all the way back to the Bible. Patrick, if, if – um, you're, you're, you're putting stuff out there now, right? You're, you're working on videos I have some stuff. more
1: coming that I've mm-hmm. been sitting on. Uh, yeah, we got some stuff coming down the pike uh i just life has been crazy for the last two weeks so i i just i had to get my head back around straight but we are we're we're rocking and rolling i got stuff coming soon
0: Soon, all right baby face p for everything out there for everyone if you're looking for it uh support these two dudes here they're good dudes. Um, you know, and, and there's probably something they can do to help you. They could teach you something one way or the other. Patrick can teach you how to fix your gun or build it. And, uh, Rod over there can, uh, teach you some learning on, on how to train yourself and stay prepared. So, and he's, and he's a suppressor dude apparently now, cause he's flexing. Mm-hmm. He you got know. the good stuff. Yeah. He even figured out how to wrap his can. Look at that. You know, <laughs> mama didn't raise no fool. There you go. All right, guys. So we are out of here. Big thanks to everyone. I'll see you guys next week. If you, I think we're doing the van podcast, Vanasaur this week as well. I usually do that Thursday, 2 p.m. Eastern. I believe there's one of those that's going down. Also, you can check out Stranger Palooza for the videos from the SEMA show if you want to know more stuff. I'll see you guys. We are out of here.